0: Welcome to Yes Mother, the podcast about the AE show Bates Motel. Tonight, we are discussing the penultimate episode of season three called Crazy. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Sue.
1: Standing on the corner, suitcase in my hand.
0: Jackson's so Jane is in her bed. It was crazy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, crazy. I don't know I who was crazy or Norma or Norman. Norman. Know, those I don't know, Norma.
1: Norma was pretty crazy. Yeah. ladies.
2: They rolled their eyes. <laughs>
0: I wanted to address Mother's Day. We're, uh, Happy Mother's Day. This is our Mother's Day podcast. <laughs> With, uh, lovely, lovely Norma at the helm. Yes. Happy Mother's Day, Norma. It's yes. Happy Mother's Day, Jane. Yep. <laughs> Miss you. Yep. Really miss you. I keep wondering. I know. Offer? Do you do that? Or are you are like, oh, what should I get her? Yes. And, well,
1: since, you know, mom lived in a different state than us, a lot of times, you know, for her birthday or Mother's Day or something, I would, you know, send her flowers like from Pro Flowers. Yeah, I did. Too. And so I get emails from them like, Mother's Day's uh-huh. coming up, you know. And they did for mom's birthday. They're like, Jane's birthday is they next like, week. And it's like, shut up.
2: I know. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs>
1: so, but they have really good deals. So I don't want to like not get the emails.
2: know <laughs> it's not sponsored.
0: <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there too. Yep, and happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Happy Aunt Mother's Day.
2: You.
0: <laughs> I think there is an Aunt's Day. I think anyway, We should celebrate it, because Sue is an awesome aunt. I try. I like nieces and nephews a lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got some good I do.
2: Heavenly wine and roses. So,
1: right on. Well, should we start with some feedback? We did get another good iTunes review, though.
0: We did. And we got a sucky one.
1: Yes. Another one star. The M and I both went, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Have some constructive criticism, people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what bothered me about that one is that he went to a podcast about the base motel and the only thing he listened to apparently was a Sue watches Buffy. <laughs> so, um, and he called it. Or she. I like most podcasts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Implying. Implying that it, all somehow. of them are good except
2: for ours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that were the exceptionally horrible podcasts on the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I love it. Screw <laughs> off, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> screw you, shithead. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: That's fine. Yep. <laughs> if you came to a Base Motel podcast and found Sue Watches Buffy.
1: And listened to, like, a really boring Angel episode, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, What Whatevs. But we did get a good one. I don't have iTunes up, but I don't know if we should read it because it is from our sister. It is.
0: <laughs> so, well, to say thanks, Kat. It's from Legata. It's from Legata. It helped. The it helped ease the sting of our second bad review. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Even if it was our sister, <laughs> when I saw who it was
1: from, I was like, oh, well, still counts. But thanks, Kat. <laughs> we appreciate it. So anyway, um, yeah, let's go on to comment cards. Okay. Our first one is from Harold. And he says, I guess Normero is not dead after all. There is still a spark. Maybe once Norma calms down and gets herself a sandwich. (laughs) Did someone say sandwich?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love this so much. (laughs) okay pause if you haven't listened to our full podcast including I think I think some of our biggest sandwich conversations have been on the movie reviews
1: <laughs> yes the psycho movies
0: <laughs> we, we uh, we've got some theories brewing me and Sue and Harold and we're still waiting for his dissertation on what sandwiches have to do with the psycho world Anyway, they keep coming up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It all starts with he feeds uh, Marion Crane sandwiches in the original Psycho movie. Anyway. Yes. He says So it has come to this Norman is in Bradley's room. He slides next to her bed and picks up a plate from the nightstand. We see it, it holds a barely eaten sandwich. Soon Norman is in a fugue state. Sandwich, Bradley, bet It all swirls together. <laughs> Is
3: the sandwich the trigger?
0: <laughs> I love this theory so much. <laughs>
1: why? Oh, why, Bradley? Why didn't you finish that sandwich? Wasn't that mustard not spread smoothly on the bread like your mother used to do?
0: Poor, poor Bradley. Do you think he spread the mustard on the lettuce?
1: He was when he made sandwiches that one time.
0: For Emma, so yeah. Go on.
1: Your mother will never make a sandwich to you again. She has replaced you with an elliptical.
3: (laughs) 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 Or was the mustard
1: just dumped on a lettuce leaf? Bradley, did you not realize that only a deranged madman could dump mustard in such a fashion? (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Norman, poor Norman. What is it about sandwiches that brings out the crazy in you? (laughs) A sandwich is just two pieces of bread with meat cheese or another filling between them. It has no other meaning. It is merely carbohydrates and protein. Why does it make your head spin? Why does it make you take <laughs> off your watch before sex but not your pants? <laughs> 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 oh man. Then Harold Sorry. I think I just had a blackout.
0: Was I saying anything? <laughs> um, Harold, do you have a sandwich in front of you? <laughs>
1: He says, anyway, I can't believe the season is about to end with so many plots still unresolved. I am thinking that there are going to be some cliffhanger type endings to some of the storylines. Kudos to Vera once again. She just has one awesome scene after another confronting Bob, Paris, Romero, Norman, the pit. I can't pick a favorite. They're all great. Yeah, there are a lot of storylines still going on.
3: Yes. Which means um,
1: maybe Bob will be in next season. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay.
0: I have a big theory about Bob. Nice. And then it falls a gun in Romero. <laughs> <Right on>. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> that's pretty much the theory. But I think Romero is going to be left hanging. I think we're going to get a scene where we're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. that's my guess. All right. Well, thanks, Harold. That was hilarious. That was amazing. And thank you so much for pointing out that he takes his watch off. <laughs> I noticed that he didn't take his pants off. <laughs>
1: I just noticed the shirt and sweater. I didn't notice the watch.
0: I did because I watched it again after I read the email. Ah. Uh, that's. I watched. I, my second watch was only like a couple hours ago. Oh, right on. Anyway, it's funny. He totally takes his watch off, but not his pants. And Bradley takes his belt off, but not his pants.
3: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next
0: comment card is from Becca. There was a definite, a definite air of melancholia in all the storylines this week, and it left me feeling very uneasy. I could not oh I I couldn't not care any less about Bradley and she took up way too much of the episode. I'm so hearing yes. this. Way, way too much too much Bradley. Oh. Oh. Um in fact when she dies next week Yeah I'm gonna unfollow her from Twitter. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening <laughs> Nicole. But I can't take it anymore. Hate I hated the way she kept trying to lay the blame of her situation on Norman and Dylan. Mm. Me too. Yeah. Like, bitch, you shot a guy in the face and started a drug war. You're lucky you're just homeless. If Norman doesn't kill her next week, I'm going to be very annoyed. He will. He will. Um, we've we've found Norman's kill. Of yeah, the how
1: did we not predict that he'd kill Bradley.
0: Did I never I don't, No, I guess I don't I think, think either one of us All I kept going is where's Bradley. And I think when we were talking about who his kill was going to be, I did bring up the fact that we haven't seen her yet. And in my head it was
3: mm, okay it could be her,
0: but I don't think I said it and I didn't I didn't form the thought super well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I know it's crossed my mind, but maybe it was just wishful thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can honestly say I don't think it ever crossed my mind that it, it that she would mind. come back did. and he would kill her remember my theory was that she and Norman would fall in love and she and Dylan and Emma and Norman would go on awkward double dates. <laughs> yep, I remember that. And then I'm like, oh yeah, wait, the whole
0: town thinks she's dead. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not sure anyone alive still cares about her, though. Except for, her parents. But you know, like the drug war stuff and what she started. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of dodged a bullet there if she does survive. She won't. Okay. During Norman's fight with Norma, my theory about him blaming her for the murders came back into play. Not sure if it will go anywhere, but it made me excited. Yeah, I did notice that. And that was a theory that I was like, Uh I don't don't remember being totally on board with, but so kudos. Yes, very good. (laughs) I hate to say it, but I was on Caleb's side during the fight with Chick. That was some shady... Shit, chick pulled. That was hard to say. <laughs> I'm not sad Caleb's leaving, but I am sad for Dylan. I'm glad Caleb told R- Norma about his encounter with Norman before he left. I was so glad, too! I'm like, yeah, that was a big thing that happened to Caleb, and we haven't heard... He doesn't even seem to remember it. Right, right. Cause that was and I'm like, that's gotta have been, like, the creepiest moment of his life. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> yes. Your nephew that <laughs> you've never mine. met was like... You molested me And <laughs> pulls a knife on him <laughs> It's kind of a big yeah.
0: deal <laughs> That would have been my creepiest moment <laughs> I think
3: so
1: <laughs> Not waking up in Eleanor's in your living room <laughs> Well that has not
0: happened Let's <laughs> <But> stop it <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Now I'm going to have to put that story in the <laughs> <laughs> In the back of the eyes. <laughs> okay By the show's logic $50,000 should be more than enough To get Emma's new lungs I have a sinking feeling that it won't Work out though I'm gonna add work to that Or take out the out That it won't though Either one, take it how you want <laughs> <laughs> The scene between Dylan and Emma was beautiful, but it somehow felt like a goodbye to me. I can't wait to see where the storyline goes next. Did it feel like a goodbye to you, Sue? Um, no. No, not me either. Here's... There was a little awkwardness at the end, and I think it was Dylan trying to process that Emma knows about... Caleb. Caleb being his dad. Right. He got weird. He got... I... Th- here... What I think... <laughs> Is that once he processes that information, Dilemma is going to be hot to trot. <laughs> yeah, because, you know. Because that is going to be like. The fact. I, I think he needs to process that she knows and that she's so accepting and cool about it. Right. That he's just going to. Whatever smitten kittenness was happening until now is gonna like ramp up big time
1: right because that could totally be one of those things that would make dylan kind of hesitate to get close to someone like what is the point in our
0: relationship that i spill this you know he may need to he may feel like he just needs to go talk to norman right now right and just cool it all you know square it all up you know well because i mean that
1: information could possibly be a game changer for some people you know yeah. Because well, couldn't, yeah. couldn't there be some kind of genetic weirdness if they try to have kids?
0: Absolutely. You know, and things like that. <laughs> no wonder my charger wasn't charging. You know how they can, like, fold up? Mm hmm. <laughs> it had folded up when I tried to plug it in and just, like, stayed on top of the plug that was on the pump. <laughs> 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 that sounds so air-ready.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um,. Absolutely. Now, Emma isn't planning on having children anytime soon, so, or anytime sure, at all. but
1: it could still just, that's just one thing that might... Skeeve you out, it, right? it could totally skeeve you out,
0: you know? Agreed, and... I
1: think it would kind of freak me out a little bit.
0: Okay, if it was me, it would be something I would really dread telling a potential love interest. Right. And almost feeling like I should tell them before we get involved, so, yeah. Right. I don't know. Watch it again, Becca, with those eyes and see what you think. Yep. If you're a dilemma shipper, I say you have got nothing to worry about. Yep. For now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to die. <laughs> They're all going to die, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so, Normarrow. I'm a big Normero shipper, and I love that scene. But, I was really creeped out by Romero trying to kiss her. So not the right time, bro. The close-up camera angle didn't help either. It felt very invasive. Oh, I loved it. I'm super glad that Norma put a stop, too, and he backed off. I wonder how long the rift between them will last. I have my own thoughts.
1: <laughs> you can discuss we'll your it thoughts now. when we get to that.
0: <laughs> See. <laughs> anyway, great episode, and the promo for the finale looked crazy. Can't wait. Thanks, Becca.
1: Thanks, Becca. All
0: right, and... So our
1: next one is from a new comic card sender, inner, kind of, kind of named Julia, and Julia,
0: Julia, <laughs> you sent us something last time, and we totally forgot to read it.
1: Well, we weren't gonna read it; we were just gonna thank That's you right. for it because reading it would be incredibly self-serving. It it was a very it wasn't
0: feedback. It, it was I like you.
1: Podcast. Yeah, it wasn't about Bates, <laughs> it was about us, and it was very, very kind, and thank you so much, Julia. We appreciate it.
0: We were at least going to mention Yes. It. And thank you for sending it yep. in.
1: Yeah, but we freaked.
0: And to ask you, tell you to, you know, leave feedback. Yeah, and she didn't. did anyway, yep.
1: So, anyway. she says, hi guys, my name's Julia, and I'm a fa- fairly new listener of your podcast, but I started from the season two finale last week, and I have been recapping this whole season. I think y'all are hilarious, and it's so fun to hear two Bates fans casually discussing the show and having a few laughs. Listening to your podcast is the closest thing to chatting about the episode with girlfriends as it gets for me, being as I'm the only person I know
0: who actually watches the show. So thanks. You're welcome, and that's that's great to hear, because that's kind of... And the purpose. It's a way
1: for Emily and I to talk about a show we like, and... I know how it There's a podcast podcasts
0: I listen to about shows because I don't really know anyone else who watches them. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes you watch a show, especially like Bates Motel, and you're like, oh, I got to talk to somebody right now. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so I turn to podcasts if I don't have someone like yep, that.
1: Exactly. Uh, she says, anyway, I just have a few thoughts on crazy that I just have to share with someone. So here it goes. I think we all know that Bradley is going to die. <laughs> Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking since the beginning that Bradley will be the Miss Watson of the first season, and her death will be a huge psycho homage, some way, somehow.
0: I didn't think of that. That's kind I of think neat, it'd though. be awesome. Like a Maybe shower, a shower kill? kill. I'm kind of thinking that this will be the first one. You know, we talked about who talked about wanting to see Norman actually do the killing?
1: Anna or someone Becca. Did. Someone. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think this might be it.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe the homage will be the first car dump in the swamp or something.
2: Hmm. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Uh, she says, I think that Bradley will be mother's first kill and that the way they dispose of her body will be a big reference to the movie. Oh, yeah, like the swamp. <laughs> 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 I hadn't read this before now. Um, <laughs> I bet Norman and or Norma dump Bradley's body in her car on the march. <laughs> <laughs> the one where Lindsay's body was found. Like Marion Crane and Psycho. I am sorry, I totally stole your thunder, Julia.
0: <laughs> I should have read this first. I'm gonna read ahead and say what I want to say.
1: <laughs> I was typing up notes. I didn't have time to read the feedback.
0: <laughs> he knows who I really hate Caleb. Well Julia says
3: I still hate Caleb. <laughs>
1: And at the beginning of the season I was positive that he was going to die And I was still sure he was Last episode during the shootout But now I have a feeling that Caleb will leave In a similar way to Bradley So that his story will be done and over But the door is left open For him to possibly return in the future Yeah, I'm pretty sure This is the last we saw of Caleb for a while
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised If he's gone forever Nah, he probably won't be gone forever but it could be I
3: don't know it could be
1: he,
0: so. He's got those He's
1: got those Normas in his brain <laughs> <laughs> He does <laughs> She's a hard one to She's forget She's a hard one to get over um, <laughs> uh, She says Normaro has to happen by the end of the season Right? Please? I don't know I don't know
0: They're, They really like
1: teasing yep. us
0: It's the slow burn. It's the slow burn. Yep. I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She says, I'm loving Dilemma, and I hope that they continue to tease that budding romance and ease us into the relationship as they've been doing the back half of the season. I think they will. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen with the pit, but I'm super psyched to find out. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Me too. Uh,
1: Norma, being Norma, and attempting to fill in the pit, and then proceeding to launch the <laughs> shovel into the pit while screaming profanities at a pile of dirt, was totally awesome and utterly heartbreaking all at once. Vera Farmiga needs an Emmy.
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: she does. She needs an Emmy. She got,
0: but she got um Critics' Choice Award nomination.
1: Hooray! Nice. That's a star, right? She,
0: she and Freddie Highmore. I th- is this the first time we've?
1: seen No, I think they got him last year too, and so we were like, "Oh, sweet, oh, so they'll get they? Emmys and nominations," and they, and they didn't,
2: and, and we were didn't. like,
1: "Ah."
0: They could get snubbed again. I don't put anything past those. Yeah, <laughs> I've been burned by Oscars mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the pit, I mean. I just have to bring up this is a good time to bring up one of my favorite tweets of the night. Oh. Emily's favorite tweets of the night. Awesome. We need a jingle for that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's by someone named Mr. Watson. Uh he says, "Don't ask why I was yelling on my dirt pile. Don't ask about what happened to
2: my face." <laughs>
1: They do kind of say that. Like, she does say something like, "I won't ask either," or something.
0: Uh...
2: <laughs>
0: she, he he asks her about how she looked, and she's like, "Don't ask," and I'm not going to ask either. Don't <laughs> <laughs> ask why I was yelling on my dirt <laughs> Don't ask about Oh, that's a good answer, Watson. Uh,
1: um, okay. Julia goes on to say, Bob has to die because I just don't see him being a major player in the next season. I know that you two have mentioned this, but it would be great if he was the one that ended up in the pit.
3: (laughs) You dug your own pit.
1: (laughs) You dug your own pit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The end scene with Norma and and Bradley gave me the heebie-jeebies. Mother is going to have a serious talk with Bradley next episode. <laughs> 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 Lastly, Chick is my favorite my favorite character on the TV series ever. Yay!
2: For on any
1: She says any on any TV in. series ever. Sweet. <laughs> we love Chick. We love Chick. Uh, she says, okay, I'm done. So sorry. That was way longer than expected. Anyway, thanks a bunch for listening, reading my thoughts on last night's episode, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. Looking forward to your next podcast. Your newest listener, Julia.
2: Thanks, Thank Julia. Thank
1: you, Julia.
0: You want a room?
1: Yes, I put her in. And I love your name, Julia. That was John Lennon's mother's name. And there's a beautiful song on the White House. It's Julia, there is a beautiful you've probably song. heard it if your name's Julia. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so the room that we had open At the B&B Or one of them Was the Dream Lover's room So I put you in there Unless you want the Blarty With a chance of being false room <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't even say it, it comes with a segway <laughs> comes with a segway
0: And a sliding door you can bump into So <laughs> um, you- We're also more than happy To kick a few Guess out if you want to go to the Bates Motel proper. Yes, we have some openings of people that haven't been paying their rent. So. Yep.
1: So we'd be happy. You want the hotel to or the motel? We'll kick someone out and put you in there. Right now you're in Dream Lover Room. Or if you want the Blardy Butts and Balls Room, you can have that. Just let me know.
0: <laughs> let us know.
1: We're yes. accommodating. We can
3: move around. <laughs> so, all right,
0: great. Next one's from Matt A. Entitled, Comic Card. I don't know the episode title. It's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> I don't have actual feedback this week. I am busy editing a podcast that a certain someone is a guest on. And nothing about this episode gave me the feeling of, ooh, I have to write about that. It's Here's me. You're a certain somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably gave him a bit of editing... <laughs> To do,
1: <laughs> yeah were there were there scout interruptions, um a
0: little it was it was mostly because uh I had to go to church oh. <laughs> i I um they started late for me, and then I skipped out halfway through my last meeting I snuck out I snuck out for you guys at <gasps> church, you don't know what that means, you guys. <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: to talk about I know (laughs) I'm like trying to get my brain out of church and into Deadwoodland
1: (laughs) oh I almost said something but I want to keep this (laughs) (laughs) non-explicit
0: oh anyway He says I can't make myself care about Bradley. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> and this Norma Romero riff rubs me the wrong way. I wonder I wonder if the um is violence the right word? <laughs> Domestic violence put you off? It might have put some people off. I haven't heard anyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean not like I'm into it, but you
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. It It was was what it was. was. I mean, it's Norma Bates (laughs) that we're talking about.
0: She's... she's She is. Okay. Um, The only scene I really enjoyed was Norma trashing all of Norman's taxidermy projects. Norman, stuffing dead things is a big red flag that you're uber weird. Listen to your mother, she speaks the truth. Yep, that's all. Stay sane, Matt, from the Arizona territories. (laughs) Yeah, taxidermy yeah.
1: is kind of a strange hobby. <laughs> I mean, it really kind of is.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you associate serial killers with when they're young, um, doing things to animals. That's a repeated red flag, you know.
1: Yeah, but I don't get the idea that Norman is killing the animals, too. Yeah, you know, it's it's different. I mean, the, the little goat, you know, didn't he say he found? Jeffrey Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean... They, he doesn't. Torture. Yeah, they like usually torture and kill the animals. Norman, I think, just comes across dead ones and goes,
0: ooh. Yeah, I think we've discussed this, or we think maybe he gets them from a source, maybe a hunting source. He probably hooked in with. He just doesn't strike me as a hunter or a. Right. No. He he Norman loves the animal. He is.
1: Hunting no. <laughs> 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 Um maybe Emma's dad hooks him up or something.
0: Yeah, I think we discussed this. Like he probably has yeah. a source. So okay. uh, thanks Matt. Sorry you didn't seem to enjoy it much. Oh well, sounds like he's been busy.
1: Oh that's right. He is editing, editing. your guest appearance on Hooplecast All right. Well, our last one is from Iggy. Her comic card is entitled "Bradley, Bradley, Bradley, Crazy Episode Comic Card." Uh, She says, "I love Bob's house."
0: (laughs) Yes, me too.
1: (laughs) Me, Legata, Matt, and the rest of the B and B gang TP'd his house. (laughs) Bastard. (laughs) Not going nice. (laughs) He is so passive aggressive, like a Roman king. He is so good at being a bad guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, She says, number one, does Bob already know that Romero contacted the DEA?
0: I am of two minds about this. On one hand, I feel like nothing gets past Bob. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, he didn't seem to.
1: I don't know. I mean, what day is this? I mean, like,
2: Hmm.
1: is this the day after the pit? The same day of the pit.
0: (laughs) Oh, let's. uh, I think maybe our best. Okay, it's got to be the day after, because Norman, night of the pit, Norman's running down the road, runs in Nebraska. That's right. He puts her up for the night, and there's definitely day scenes. That's right. Okay. So. It's. Bob is a day scene.
1: So, yeah. I'm saying. So, this is like the next day, so. He might. I don't think he
0: knows. I don't either.
1: Um, she says too, Chick is an informant. That's why the cops arrested the other guys. Yeah. Well, that was weird. I know. And it's so funny because last week we were trying to kind of make sense of the scene. And I did the most throwaway comment and said, unless, because we were trying to think of why those guys blame Chick for those guys being in jail. And I said, I don't know, maybe he sold the guns and then called the cops on (laughs) him. Right. And then after I said it, I well, was like, Well, we the like... Dumb thing to like. <laughs> then when I <laughs> listened to the podcast, I was like, Well, that was so dumb. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, I was kind of right. <laughs> now you're like, King. But <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, mean, I don't think that's exactly how it went down. I'm guessing he was arrested or
0: something and for a plea deal gave up names. I don't know. Because did you notice how normal he looked? I think he's a long con
1: You know, I did notice that he looked normal this time
0: He looked totally normal Uh huh I think think he's a long con And I think Do you think this
1: weirdness is um, all an act?
0: I think, yeah And I think it's because he's pissed about that dog (laughs) This was like a long con To get back at them for (laughs) shooting his dog (laughs) And that's why he was like
1: I don't have a dog Oh my gosh. He's How with hilarious him. would that be? Oh.
0: He's totally messing with him.
1: Oh, that's so funny. He totally could be. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> that dog's been driving you nuts.
0: I know it has. It really <laughs> has. There hasn't been an episode I haven't thought about. <laughs> and that was, was that the
1: first episode? <laughs>
0: I think First so. or second at least
1: um, Okay so Iggy goes on to say I like Funkle he has been so good To Dylan and Norma It's like he was There for a purpose maybe to give closure To Norma she has been assertive ever since And also to help Dylan I'm so torn but I'm glad he left
0: Yeah I mean uh, It was weird It was weird how they played
1: I Funkle. know <laughs>
0: I know It is weird I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that we're supposed to like him.
1: Well, whatever likes anyone, like, had for him, they should definitely have gone away this episode. What he did. Beat up chick. What? Well, and then stole fifty thousand dollars from from him.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: stingy. They were going to get paid twenty five thousand. So not only did he take money, he took twice as much, and then left. So Dylan's got to deal with it.
2: You know, what I didn't an know ass! It that
0: way.
1: Oh, what a little coward! Yeah. I hate him so much more. Seriously, because <laughs> I really think—I mean, I was going to—I really think if he had handled this whole thing differently, I really think he would have gotten the money from Chick. I think Chick would have said, "My bad. Here, I promised you twenty five thousand dollars. You almost got killed." Here's your $25,000. I really think he would have.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think Caleb is capable of handling anything.
1: No, I mean, he just comes you
0: know,
1: right up and... Which I understand. Okay, yeah, you did... That was a scary thing, but you did agree to go on a gun run. Those are the consequences. I mean, that that is a real thing that could happen. <laughs> You know yeah and
0: he's making he is making a lot of ins- assumptions without letting chick explain himself. right
1: right i mean i know that chick is the one that grabbed the gun you know right right and that um but i think he was afraid that caleb i think caleb would beat the crap out of him whether or not he grabbed the gun or not
0: right well he's into space and he's pissed and he's making threats
1: yeah, So now he beats up Chick, takes fifty thousand dollars, so twice what they were gonna get paid anyway.
0: Did Chick not know they? They should have shown some of that. How did he find Chick's money, and did Chick see it? I don't know. It? Was he like, "All right, well, I found fifty. That'll take care of you being an informant or whatever." Right.
1: I don't know. i I just guess that. I mean, Chick was. He was beat up pretty bad. He was probably unconscious and. Caleb found it in the garage, you know, or his little workshop, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know, but now he's he's left Dylan to handle it. He's a jerk. I <laughs> 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 so okay. Anyway, um, he says Norma in this episode is a is in complete idgaf attitude.
0: I figure that one out. I, did, I, I don't give a f. Yeah. I called you Izzy, though, so I just totally lost all my cred for figuring <laughs> out IDGM. <laughs> he says she doesn't
1: care. She calls you a three-year-old, breaks into houses, beats up a cop, throw away his beautiful taxidermies, almost gets slashed, accused of murder. I think it's almost over for her.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable.
0: And to be fair, she called him a third grade girl. That's right. That's about That's eight. Right. <laughs> right. Right not in sorry. front of all of his deputies and stuff.
3: <laughs> that was so great. I was so happy
1: when she walked out to that glass. I was like, yay. Me <laughs> too. I think mean, that's what like the third scene was her and
0: that Oh, uh, talking through the holes. Yeah. And Norman had one.
1: She says Four I know Normaro had a hot heated conversation But I am so Team Dilemma They are super cute Emma wants it bad I think Dilla wants to be with her But holds it back because of Norman Bros before hose." <laughs> <laughs> that was hashtag, hashtag hose. before hoes <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Um Yeah, I, I think both of them are kind of over what would Norman think.
0: Yeah, I think, I think they kind that. of are. I think their love transcends <laughs> <I> that. <think so. laughs> I mean, I'm not
1: saying nothing's going to happen.
0: Right, that is not what we're saying.
1: I, I really don't think Dylan and Emma are taking that into consideration. They
0: I think they have a complete IDGAF attitude yep. about it. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: You know, in cartoons, like when the eyeballs, instead of pupils, they have red hearts, I, that's what they're doing <laughs> Yes. That's, that's what Emma and Dylan have right now. That is all they're seeing right now.
3: <laughs>
1: Total tunnel vision. <laughs> the little heart eyes going... Yes, uh, she says, so this means Norman has gone full psycho. I predict Bradley is next to go since Mother says so, and Norman transforms into Norma. I think a peek of the season finale teaser, and it doesn't show anyone dying, but Norman is not himself anymore. I,
0: I have to watch it again. I don't, well, oh, yeah, the, yep. in the car.
1: Um, She says, I locked my door and stopped ordering breakfast at 2 a.m. ever since. <laughs> Your resident BMP guest, <laughs> Iggy.
0: Yeah, sorry B&B, we're handling the situation.
1: <laughs> you hear noises in the kitchen at 2am. Lock your doors.
0: <laughs> it's all part of the experience. Yep. Yep. The B&B. We're not saying the hotel's safe. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> it's a little a more seems
3: <laughs> they're, they're
1: just excited they're getting that pool. <laughs> <laughs>
3: asking me when the pool's going to be ready <laughs>
0: <laughs> and whatever you do do not stand by the pit and ask and say that doesn't look yes, like, like a pool we don't do it <laughs>
1: and for the love of God have some respect for that fence <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man! Did you did you see Norma do a little Yes. <laughs> I thought that that sucks, Norma. <laughs> uh.
1: All right. Well, thanks for the feedback, everyone. Yep. Thank you. So, on to the recap. Yep. Alright uh, So we open where the last episode ended Bradley and Norma, Norman Staring at each other uh, Norman asks why she is there And why she looks like that So he thinks she looks toe up too
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She says because her life Has been a living hell since she last saw him Because to them sitting in her car She says it has taken her a month To get across the country He asked why she came back, and she says, You try living on your own without any money, without any parents. I don't know why you and Dylan let me do it. Norman says this is the one place she can't be. She's dead here. She says she doesn't want to be dead anymore. She wants to come home, and they drive off.
0: (sighs) I'm going to do that after every (laughs) Bradley and Norman scene.
1: It took you a month to get across the country.
0: In that that thing, or in this car. She says,
1: "I think I could get to Europe in less than a month without any money.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for for a girl whose dad was like a drug lord, she's not very smart. Doesn't have any street
3: smarts. I mean, <laughs> God, a month." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's an idiot. I have a feeling, you know, Dylan or Norman gave her enough money to get by for a couple months at least. You know, pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up from there. You shot someone. This is your life now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you made yeah. choices. And by the way, that's awesome um to blame norman and dylan for your really bad choices you made that... if you want to like lose us so yep. quick that was exactly what you yep. needed to do you didn't have us in the first place although first season i kind of liked her you know emma said you know she's too nice to even hate and it was kind of right true.
1: right she was the popular girl that was also kind of nice
0: i was upset with her for shooting gil gil that's
1: right that was
0: because name. that was so stupid yeah yeah. She didn't even get the answer she wanted. She shot him before he could even give her the answer she was looking for. That's, right. That's right.
2: <laughs> Ooh, all the feelings that... are. Coming <laughs> <back>. <laughs> <laughs> Roar! Oh, and yeah.
0: I mean, you know. they helped her, the, her get out of town. They gave her lots of money. And she's blaming them. Yeah, I mean, I suppose there's
1: the. You've got to probably. Get a fake ID type thing, you know, but I mean, you can do that. I mean, I don't know. We're We're not impressed at all, (laughs) especially that it took you a month to get across the country. That's really bad. You're dumb.
0: I think I could, I could, um. I know I was going to say.
1: I, I could even like ride a bike faster than that. Yeah, you know? a bike.
0: <laughs> she's she's a trim lad. I know. I mean, healthy. <laughs> and young. Exactly.
1: Get a bit of bike. <laughs> <laughs> even if she said like a week I would have been like a week
2: <laughs> what a month. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's enough.
0: <laughs> Next, we see Norma pull up to Bob Paris's house. He answers the door and asks how the pool is coming. She tells him she will give him the fl- she will give him the flash drive. He asks if Romero talked to her. She says no. But what the professor told him was a lie. She tells him Norman had nothing to do with his father's death. He said he had a private investigator do some research, and it's an interesting case. He says Norman has a bit of a history. His girlfriend's father, Officer Shelby, he got that wrong. Um, <laughs> that was me. Norma says that wasn't him. Bob says my mistake, that was Romero. Convenient. He's doing. That's right. Um, shoot out at the Bates nope. house. It
1: was Dylan. That's
0: right. Norma tells him she will give him the flash drive, but she needs his assurance he won't bring Norman into this. He tells her that she doesn't get to call the shots anymore, but bringing him the flash drive would be in her best interest. But Romero may have to beat her to it. May have beat her to it. He says, You had him wound pretty tight around your finger, didn't you? But I think I may have opened his eyes. It's kind of funny, isn't it? You think I'm the bad guy, but I think you might be much worse than me. Now, don't slip and fall into your pool. You may never get out. And he closes the door. <laughs> this was an interesting scene. I, I did like Bob's giant fish, though. I the did, windows. too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was that a beautiful was really house, cool. <laughs> but oh, I'd feel really exposed.
0: No, I'd be okay. I mean, as long as, every you know, you had some privacy rules. Right. But, yeah, that would have been cool. Especially when you're, like, in the middle of nowhere and, like, these uh, Pacific Northwest towns.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the... The view is probably beautiful. But, yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good scene. Norma is so defeated in this one, you know?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, she's... I don't she's... know if
1: we've ever seen her like this in a conversation with anybody, where she's just... True. I give up, you know?
0: Yep. What do you want? Yep. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. I'm. Yeah. So, did you notice... Bob was very amused when she first shows up. And he really to me he really took a a turn um after she gives him an mm. order. She let's see what did she order him about something about Norman.
2: Not Norman. bringing
1: Norman into it. Like you get the flash drive but anything about what you know about Norman stays out of it, you know.
0: And she said it like she was giving him an order and he pauses for a long Mm -hmm. time. And when he comes back, he's different. He didn't seem as amused, he seemed hard and Yeah, it was just interesting. His demeanor just changed It did change. Yeah. When he told her, um You're much worse than me, I took that As a head game. I don't think he really believes that. I
1: don't quite know what he meant by that. Because it can't mean... Look at all these people that have shown up dead, that have known you. Because these two girls are dead, presumably because of him. So it can't be that.
0: He's, you know, he's led you know, if he doesn't get his hands dirty, he led torture of the psychiatrist. Right, yeah. Killing these girls, which, honestly, I felt like I needed a little more of that. That seemed like it dropped. Kind of. You know, kind of the stuff that Harold was talking about last week. I thought that that was very convenient and got us wrapped up into it, and it just meant nothing. That, when I think about... When I think about that, maybe it's because we... We got all excited about, like, a dangerous game <laughs> and all of that. And it was just totally dropped. It was just a means to get Norma to have the right. flash drive. Anyway, so he told her that he thinks she's worse than him right after... Yeah, but the way... He kind of accuses her of just having Romero around his around finger. Around her finger. Yeah. Her finger. I don't know if it's just a head
1: game. I think... I think he really kind of meant it somehow. I just oh, don't know what he's referring to. You know, is I don't know because he says it after his demeanor changed, and
0: mm-hmm. it just—that's true. It still felt like it seems sincere
1: <laughs> to me. But I don't know. Maybe that's why he's so good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I saw I, I watched it a few times, thinking. You know, I just kind of rewound the 10 second thing There's a little 10 second mm-hmm. rewind On my player And I just watched that a few times And I just thought, boy I can't I Maybe I just can't accept that he could actually think that And it just seemed like a good head game to play on mm-hmm. And I know he likes to do that Right Well, she's down.
1: It could be just him kicking her while she's down. You know? I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know. So, did you notice with the opening sequence, it goes right into Chick with the blue welding? Yes, I thought that was cool. That was interesting.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so next... So there's the opening sequence, and then we see Chick welding, and Caleb walks up yelling at him and tells him they barely got away with their lives. Chick asks what happened. Caleb says he knows what happened. Chick says, no, I don't. Caleb says he set them up. He tells Chick he is an informant playing both sides, and they are on to him. Caleb says they were going to kill Dylan to send him a message. Chick asks if they killed Dylan. Caleb says, no. Chick says, thank God they didn't kill Dylan. Then Chick says, I'm sorry. Now, where are my guns and money? <laughs> <laughs> Caleb says there are no guns and money. Chick says, for all he knows, they never even made it to Canada and sold his guns in the States and came back with this story. Caleb says they are done talking. Caleb tells Chick he is going to pay him the twenty-five grand for the job, and he should be grateful he isn't the man he used to be. He is willing to take the money and not put a bullet in Chick's skull. Chick says, you've got the gift of wit. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> it's hard to find these days. We'll have a drink and talk it out and everything will be fine. Then Chick pulls a gun on Caleb. They fight. Caleb beats the crap out of Chick. He tells Chick that if he ever goes near his son again, he will hunt him down and kill him.
0: So this just occurred to me. Why didn't Dylan return the other 25000 That seems like a Dylan-y thing to do. And he only needed twenty, right? Yeah, um, maybe he's
1: thinking twenty is what they need, but maybe fifty will do it. You know, he's. You think the little stars I, in his I, cartoon I eyes, or the little hearts in his
0: clouding his?
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, but that is kind of surprising that it, he didn't at least hold back on twenty five thousand.
0: It just it really seems more in tune with his character. Mm-hmm, it does. It does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. It could be Is this a death.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be. It'll be interesting to see how this chick thing develops, because chick, chick seems really happy
0: that they didn't kill Dylan. I don't know, I think. Yeah, it was interesting that he said, thank God they didn't kill right. Dylan. Right. Kind of like, I was kind of thinking it'd be you. Like, I don't know. It, Chick could have, you know, played them like the most brilliant puppet master and knew that Dylan would do it and knew that if Dylan did it, Caleb would step up and be a hothead mm-hmm. and get himself right. killed. Right. I yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, I think... I think Chick definitely knew it was gonna go bad, and so that's why he didn't want to go
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and part of me wonders if Chick thought, well, maybe if I send two other people, it'll go better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know it well, that was weird though that he asked where his guns and money were, like they would have gotten the guns and the money yeah something? that I thought that was kind of
3: weird I don't get too. That.
0: I I could see them having the gun still, but not definitely the not the money, and definitely not both. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Weirdness. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just. Yeah. We'll see.
0: What are your chick thoughts?
1: Um. Well, I mean, that's a pretty crappy thing to do, set someone up like
3: that. <laughs> I yeah. still like him, though.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he still did. He's still chick. He's still chick,
1: but you know, you're right, though. He did seem a lot more normal in this scene, which is interesting to think about. Like, who's the real chick, you know? Does yeah. doing his art, because he's obviously building a sculpture or something, does that kind of put him in some sort of zen, and so he seems normal? I don't know. Or is crazy? I don't
0: know. I kind of like my theory. That it's a long, long con. con. I
1: like it, too. <laughs> that the crazy is just a game. Okay.
0: He, like, goes to his wife or whoever she is and is like, okay let yep. crazy me up <laughs> Those guys shot my dog <laughs> I'm getting them back <laughs>
1: This is all over Shot dog Oh man <laughs> That'd be amazing Alright, should we move on? Right. Yep
0: Next we see Emma closing up the office And she sees Dylan pull up He walks up to the pit and she joins him he asks what it is, and Emma tells him it's a pool. Dylan says it doesn't look like a pool. It looks like a bomb crater. <laughs> Emma asks how the delivery was, and he says no good. He says he better go shower. He's been oh. stuck in a truck for 72 hours. She says she didn't notice. She has tubes stuck up her nose. <laughs> yep, <laughs> That was cute. They say goodbye, then she asks what he needs the money for, and asks if it's important and can she help. He says it is important, but she can't help. How does how does she think she can help? I don't know. She's got to know it's more than like a hundred bucks, right? Yes. Maybe not.
1: <laughs> She's been squirreling away her motel money. Right. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was kind of weird that she asked what he needs the money for, because didn't they kind of establish that last episode when she asked if it was for the farm, and he said yes? I mean, the guy owns a farm. He
0: needs money <laughs> Right, that's right. He told her some trumped-up story about the barn, huh?
1: He just said it was for her. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. So next we see Bradley and Norman pull up between some trees a little down the road from the motel. He tells her she can stay there. She says thanks, it would be nice to have a shower and sleep in an actual bed. He says to make sure his mother doesn't see her because she thinks she is dead. Wouldn't Dylan's farm been a better place to hide her (laughs)
0: Um probably, but Of course Norman's gonna go to the hotel. He's a manager. (laughs) It
1: just seems like such a bad idea. I mean his mother is Norma Bates.
0: (laughs) And how many people have they hit at the hotel and how well has it it gone? It doesn't go well. I mean It doesn't go well. You would
1: have to like stay in there with like never turning on any of the water or a Mm -hmm. light which she doesn't do either. You know, he brings sandwiches down to her. I mean, I know Norma's got a lot going on, but she's still, I don't know. It's a bad idea. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's farm would have been made much more sense. Because Dylan knows she's
0: alive. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. But it didn't surprise me at all. He chose the hotel, but it it would be actually better if there was at least one guest.
1: Right. I mean,
0: because then, because that's how Shelby Shelby knew is that Zhao
3: ran right. the water.
1: Right. Right. This is
0: my season one
1: rewatch. They should have. They should have <laughs> just pulled her car up into the parking lot, and Norman's like, "We have a guest. It's not your business. I'm the manager."
0: <laughs> sure.
3: Yeah. You know. You're right. She wouldn't have looked twice.
1: She's got this flash drive going on.
3: <laughs>
1: that's right. So, um, next we see Norma pull up to the police station. She walks up to the desk behind the glass, and Romero is back there. She asks why he hasn't answered any of her calls. He says because he didn't want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> she says, whatever. You want to act like a third grade girl right now, that's fine. An officer that was back there opens the door and leaves, and Norma grabs the door and goes in and says, you know what, I can't control the universe, I just want that stupid flash drive back.
3: (laughs) I love how she takes that off the (laughs) table. (laughs) When that guy's leaving, (laughs) just bursts through the door. goes back there.
0: (laughs) She's, yeah, she is, uh, she's, she's Norma.
3: She's all (laughs) in. She does not give a crap. She has no boundaries. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> she takes her to the
1: back and says, you need to keep your voice down right now. She says, I understand that you're upset with me. All I can tell you is try living in my shoes for one week and then get back at me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We will happily stay sheltered in our own lives.
1: (laughs) Then she says it's not her job to try and get him to like her. It's just her job to get the flash drive
0: back. Bob wins. I love how she just gets this look on her face like, I don't
1: give a crap if you like me.
3: (laughs) You know what? It's not my job.
1: (laughs) She says, Bob wins. I lose. I don't give a shit. (laughs) He says, you talk to Bob she says i just want out of this he tells her she is out of it he's taking care of it she asks what he means she says you just don't get to take care of it and not tell me what that means i am the one that gave it to you he says well live and learn norma be careful who you give things to and we are done talking about anything and he walks away Mm. he's not very happy
0: No. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. He uh it's hard to explain, but he's he's so mad at her and it's this is just an interesting scene leading up to the next scene mm-hmm. with them. To me, it just I love how he says, "Well, live and learn, Norma, be careful you get things <laughs> right. to I don't know. And then we are done talking about anything (laughs) was
1: perfect. It's a very Romero thing to say. Yeah. It was. I like her. Bob wins. I lose. I don't give a shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he seemed interested that she talked to Bob. Yeah. I don't know I just I want to know I want to know in Norm in uh, Romero's head this whole episode for real but
1: well and it's Norma is just it's this is just so typical of her like okay you got yourself entangled in this huge mess and you think you can just get out of it without you know I don't know
0: oh she's done this (laughs) many times over you know in front of us just
1: she is we, I know that we talked about it like last season she's one of those people that thinks if because she told someone to do it like if you speak with an authoritative voice that's then right. you
0: she was telling Emma um, about trying to get cupcakes to stop weed. smoking weed that's box. right
1: that's right And she's like you just need to speak with an authoritative voice and you know like that doesn't work with everybody <laughs>
0: Well, and I think back to the scene, well, I think forward to the scene with Caleb. He said something so interesting.
1: Oh, how he sees the world? How she sees the world?
0: He knows how she sees the world, and he says, I know you don't like looking at the truth. I love hearing that from someone that knew her as a little girl, like, she's been doing this forever. Because that's, you know, we have witnessed her not like looking at the truth and absolutely dismissing the truth because she doesn't want to face it. It's just fun to see that her brother that hasn't seen her since they were kids
1: still sees her doing totally that. Totally no doubt
0: about her. And she used to be like that. And she just has been that right. way her whole life. I'd right, like
1: well, you know, if you grow up in that kind of household,
0: she probably did live in
1: her head or la-la land or, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I liked it when Caleb said that too.
0: Anyway, so next we see Bradley and Norman in a motel room. She says, "So you're, you're just going to tell your mother you're you're alive? How are you going to do that?" She says she doesn't know. Maybe she will leave a note. I so know. Stupid. I'm alive, Mom. Because <laughs> that's gonna be better to get a creepy note from your <laughs> dead
1: daughter. That's an awesome idea, Bradley. No wonder it took you a month to get from Boston to Oregon. <laughs> in a
0: car. Couldn't you have sold that car for a bus ticket?
1: I know, that's the thing. Just <laughs> like like, the greyhound. Take the greyhound. <laughs> Took me a month.
0: <laughs> She's so stupid. She's... I mean, the gas alone in a car like that <laughs> across the country? She could have flown. I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh boy. Okay. Um, she says maybe Norman can do it. She says Norman doesn't have to implicate himself. He doesn't need to say what part he played in it. He says my part in it all. She says yeah, we can keep you out of it. She tells him she has. He has a sweet quality. He comes off as innocent. She thinks he can ease her mom into it. He says he will try. Yep. I don't. I don't think I've ever paid attention to that scene. <laughs> Both times I watched it, that just is not ringing. Down. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought it would start to. But then, nope. I...
2: <laughs>
0: I know they planned to go to her house yep, or something. This was the scene.
1: <laughs> and yep, That's we funny. won't implicate you. We won't. We won't say what part you played in it. It's like <laughs> you came into his bedroom in the middle of the night because you just shot a guy and asked him to help you clean it up and get her out
0: of town. That's the part he played. You know. Right. It was all after the fact. Well, maybe she just means to, like, get in trouble for helping him cover up her. Yeah. Suit to like fake her Okay. Yeah. True. Is what comes to mind.
1: Yeah, but still, I mean, just the way she talks to him, she's really putting this on him. Oh you yeah. Know. Like, I wouldn't be in this position yeah, if really it wasn't for you. Me. You know? So. Which is just a bunch of crap.
0: What is her deal? She's, like, ugh. Don't... I hate this, Bradley. Like, she got some world-weary street smarts. They just did not do her any <laughs> nope. favors. <laughs> nope.
1: I mean, it sucks her di- dad died the way it did it. It really does suck, you yeah. know? But she she has done this to herself this did not need to happen to her you know
0: no not one bit she got all weird about how her dad died oh she got all weird about the Blair Watson thing well right
1: which would weird you out I get it you know but yeah but it doesn't have to come to this (laughs)
2: <laughs> nope. Uh,
0: she's not too resilient <laughs> so i'm trying to think that was season 1 where she just wanted to see her dad's desk and kind of had Dylan over right help her. And she found those
1: letters from b
0: she found the letters and then season 2 opens with her like on a suicide right. mission like Drinking while driving.
1: Driving really fast. (laughs) Like
0: physically, yeah. And then jumps off. Does she she does jump off. I think she does. But she doesn't die. And but the next we see her she's been put in a hospital. Oh, that's right. And then that's it's after she gets out of the hospital. She's all weird. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really know the dynamics between her and her mom. They didn't seem that bad. No. They didn't. But they sure do now. She's just blaming her mom, too. She's blaming everybody right. but herself. Right. I
1: mean, she did go through a lot, but I don't know. I I won't be sad when she gets
0: killed next week. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to celebrate by unfollowing
1: her. Huh? <laughs> so, anyway, okay, so uh, next we see Dylan walk into the cabin. There's a bunch of cash on the table. Caleb is there and turns around, and his face is all beaten up. Beaten up. Dylan says, you killed him? Caleb says, no, I didn't kill him. Caleb says "There is almost 50 grand. He got mad and almost killed him. He wanted to, and the bad news is Chick is going to come looking for him. Or the police will, so he's got to leave. He tells Dylan that he should stay at his mom's until they see how things go. Caleb says they earned the money and he screwed them over, so he had to get it. Caleb says he is going to go stay up some road and no one will find him. He says it will be a while before Chick is up and about, and when he does show up to tell him that Caleb has been gone for a while, Dylan says, but you're going to be there, right? You're not just going to take off? Caleb says, of course I am. Then he hugs Dylan and leaves. I think Dylan knows that that's the last he's going to see of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, Caleb, you suck.
0: Yeah, that, not real
1: cool. No. No, because he's leaving his son with a really mad guy that just got 50 grand stolen
0: from him. Yeah, he doesn't even seem to consider the fact that Dylan is kind of implicated in all of it, in Chick's eyes. (laughs) Like, oh, oh yeah, Caleb left, you know, with all the money. Yeah. It just... It's like he's taking all that for granted that Chick's not going to care at all. Right. And not... Maybe he thinks, maybe he knows how much Chick likes Dylan. And he figures he'll get all the blame, because Chick has always hated right. him. Right. Which, that could be how it goes,
1: you know? I don't know. Chick could be like, your dad's a jerk.
3: Let's go drink <laughs> some whiskey, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hug it, it out. out. <laughs> 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 yep.
1: No, I'm, I'm really really interested to see how this plays out.
0: Me too. Because he's not going to be down for long because there's got to be some resolve to this or at least a continuation of it next episode.
1: Or next season.
0: She, she can be a next season. He could. And I'm not saying he won't be, but something's going to happen with Something it. Something will, yeah, they episode. won't
1: just not do anything next episode.
0: Yeah.
1: But We'll
0: see. All right, next we see Norman walk into the house. He can hear noises in the basement. He goes down there, and Norma is down there throwing away all this taxidermy stuff. He asks what the hell she's doing. She says they need to get rid of all that stuff. He says no. It's important. It says work. She says not to fight her on it. It all has to go. He asks why. She tells him someone might reopen the case into his father's death, and if he has a hobby like this where he cuts up dead things, it might look bad. He says, because it wouldn't make him look bad, sick, crazy. She says, yes. (laughs) He says, so all these things that I've made that I love that are beautiful, we are going to just trash all these because we are afraid of how it will look. Norma says he doesn't get it. He says he thinks he does, and he grabs a scalpel. Boy, that was crazy, because he was Man. He was. Can we agree that he was just Norma? Yeah.
1: And. It's almost like he just impulsively grabbed it, like he wasn't even thinking. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, he totally his body did.
1: did that. Not his mind. You know? It was,
0: yeah, it was like, you know, actions before your brain kicks right. in. It was, yeah, like a gut reaction, which was and very she, interesting for normal. She looked a little scared. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He says, but you know who doesn't look so good in all this? You, mother. Now don't take this the wrong way. I will always love you. You are the first thing I think about when I wake up in the morning, and you are the last thing I think about at <laughs> night. I?
3: <TMI>. Totally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I am always taking your word for it when you tell me that I do these things I can't remember. But I'm not the one rummaging around in the basement. I'm not the one sleeping with their therapist and you can see how these things can get confusing mother It makes me wonder she says makes you wonder what he says how do I know it wasn't you that killed my father he touches her hair and then her shoulder and turns around and walks away she tells him he is just mad at her and trying to hurt her and she doesn't care if she doesn't she can't care she tells him she wants him to stay in his room and not leave the house until she knows they are safe whether he likes her or not totally Parenting yes. moment in <laughs> a very non-parenting <laughs> moment. <laughs> Norma's the best. He says, "Of course, mother," and he goes up the stairs. You're just mad at me.
3: You're just <laughs> trying to hurt me. <laughs> like...
0: Now go to your room and don't come out. <laughs> and I don't care if you like me or not. <laughs>
1: I like the things that he said to her though. He had some good points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How does he know it could all be her?
1: Well just like I'm not the one rummaging through the basement. I'm not the one that slept with her therapist You know I mean mean, she's trying to tell him that he's crazy and he's witnessing a pretty crazy moment, you know. And how does he know that he's the one that killed her and that she, it wasn't her, you know? His dad. Yeah. He's got a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and when, you know, scary things are happening to you and uh, you want an out, that might cross yeah. your mind. Although he does know he blacks out. He does. I think deep he, down does. He, knows he does.
1: He does. But... I think he's just. He just wants to save his taxidermy stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. You think they could maybe make a deal that they hide, hide it, it Yeah, box it
1: up for a month or so while this is going
0: on. Yeah, till it blows over. They throw it away. They bought a house from the bank. You know, they could be like, well, I don't know what that stuff is.
1: Yeah, really. <laughs> it's
0: there when it's... we got here. Put it in the attic. Yeah,
1: I mean, we bought the house that was furnished, you know
0: that's
2: right
3: <laughs> that's was part of it <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so next we see Bradley and Norman in her car parked near her house we see her mom and some man walk out of the house and leave in their cars Bradley says she's replaced my dad already Norman says they should come back another time Bradley says she has to go in there and gets out of her car Bradley finds a key hidden under a candle outside and goes in. She says it looks different. She says it feels like she never even lived there. Norman says he you, sure, that's not true. They walk into the living room, and there's a framed picture of Bradley, and he says, look, there you are. Bradley says, she knew I hated this picture. It's typical. Get over it. (laughs) I hate her. They, (laughs) They go upstairs. Bradley looks around and says her mom changed everything well of course she did her husband died and her daughter committed suicide
0: and she's yeah. rich Who well, wouldn't <laughs> you can't redecorate your house and get a
1: new bed i know set. <laughs> i mean you know the woman lost her whole family so why not if you're going to stay yeah. in the same house make some changes you know mm-hmm. i whatever Uh, She walks down the hall Norman says they should leave And Bradley says she wants to see her room She opens the door to her room There's a bunch of exercise equipment
3: in it (laughs) So
1: she wasn't the mom that did the uh, homage to the dead daughter And keep the room exactly the way it was It's (laughs) out (laughs) Um, She says I really am dead uh, they leave and get in the car, and she says, "So much for going home." And Norman holds her hand.
0: And now that I think about it, it's a big old house, and it seems to just be them. Right? right? <laughs> you really, really needed to de- turn your. De- you didn't have room somewhere else for a. You really did have to turn your only daughter's room into the exercise room. What about the other thirty rooms? <laughs> I'm sure she had the stuff. Some she had to have had. A... I don't know. I myself I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just too hard to have her room there. I don't know. And so you want to spend your exercise time in it every like... day?
3: That's <laughs> true. That's true. It seems worse actually. It's like leave your stuff in there,
1: close the door, and just never go in. Or when you're having a moment, go in, you know. But yeah, you're right.
0: Or turn it into a guest room, at least looking room. If that's what you need to do.
1: I don't know. Maybe this new guy is a total a hole and (laughs) maybe
0: This is the workout room for our personal <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> This is the nannies. <laughs> they don't even have guests.
0: <laughs> it's the nannies' workout room. <laughs>
1: our, our workout room is
3: in the other room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know I'm at the point I like Bradley, maybe you should go turn yourself in <laughs> 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 Give me a place to sleep And some meals, <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah Just say, alright, I faked my own death I killed Gil Put me away She'd probably do like 10 years, you know
0: Did they find out it was her? I don't think so,
1: because I think they still think it was the other drug people
0: Right I don't think that was investigated at all No,
1: I think it was all just assumed (laughs) Because they all just started killing each other
0: I think she could say Yeah, fake my own death, I was crazy I mean, she just got out of an institution She was depressed, she was having a very bad Mm -hmm. time I I don't think I don't think she was ever even considered I don't think so and that would be the problem, right? But now she's just like Oh, woe is me, my mom changed everything In the house
3: My NSYNC poster's Not on the wall anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, turn yourself right. in that's all, I,
0: that's all I need to talk about Same. <laughs> We talked about it a lot more than I thought we would
1: I know. She didn't even get into the key hidden under the candle. What?
0: <laughs> I know. She didn't change everything. She didn't change the locks. <laughs> or where she hides keys, I guess. Is it the same thing? <laughs> Next, we see Romero walking into his office at the police station. A woman is there and introduces herself as the lead DEA agent assigned to the flash drive case. Barbara something. She mentions one of the names on the ledger as Romero's deceased mother. Romero explains that his father started the pot ring in the early 80s when he was sheriff and acquired a few investigators. Investors. Oh, sorry, and acquired a few investors, and added his mother so that when he went to prison, he could keep accumulating money. The DEA agent says that is kind of odd and says right after, and says after his father was convicted, he was elected sheriff. Romero says that's right. She says okay. He says, okay, what? She says, it's just surprising. She would think the citizens of the town would want to distance themselves from the revelation of a convicted felon. The relation, sorry. <laughs> Good grief. They would want to distance themselves from the relation of a convicted felon. She doesn't know White Pine oh, Bay very well. <laughs> That's all I need to say about that. Romero says his father and him are not the same person. The people of the town get that he just implicated his father in a crime she says she gets that and that is not what she doesn't understand she says given the history of the town she finds it difficult to believe he doesn't know about the illicit activities going on there I told you Romero yeah, in the first episode yeah. of season three <laughs> maybe I didn't tell him but I brought up the question <laughs>
1: yeah we talked about it like uh, wouldn't they yeah. be knowing, uh, this was all happening <laughs> and you didn't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> that was funny, though, when she asked that. He's like, he asks if she has a question yeah. there. <laughs> she says they're just talking. She appreciates his cooperation and tells him everyone is in the conference room and they have a lot of work to do in the next twenty-four hours. Then she leaves him in there. Do you think he's worried? I don't know. I don't know,
1: cause I mean, she's got a good point, you know. That. It would be oh, yeah. hard to believe that all this is happening and the sheriff knows nothing,
0: you know? And that his dad did it first. Yeah, I
1: mean we get that backstory, so Romero's dad started the whole drug thing.
0: Well yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting.
1: I don't know. I you would think that he would have to be a little bit worried.
0: I think his reaction to the scene helps along the next scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He and Norma, his state of mind and all Well, he that does stuff. say
1: in, that, in the next scene, you know, I'm done with this town,
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of worried for no- Romero. You know? Mm-hmm. He's... Yeah. He's got some blood on his hands. I mean, he just killed
0: Marcus Young not too long ago.
1: There's that.
0: Yeah, I... I have a lot of thoughts about him turning in that chip. Um, how much of a heat-of-the-moment thing it was when because of Norma and what he didn't think through mm-hmm. about it. Because he's got serious blood on yeah. his hands. And serious... It's it It could be really bad for him. Yeah, and he can't
1: do the old this is what the story is to the DEA agent. You
0: know no, And because I just I would think he just You know and I think I was saying the stuff In the first season that he Would probably want to keep as low profile As he possibly right, can Right and you know Obviously
1: he already Got by with All the drug busts and the pot burning You know the DA coming in and doing that He wasn't implicated or You know mm-hmm. So to hand over this flash drive to the DEA might have been a bad move. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting if they make it that way. Yeah. I mean they they put the scene in. Exactly. Exactly. With this DEA agent agent obviously sniffing around him and that was it. That's all we got. Yep. So that wasn't just a throwaway scene. No like way. Throwaway.
1: No, because that's all the scene was about, was putting him kind of, yeah,
0: in hot water. So,
1: and knowing that the DEA agent is a little suspicious, we could say. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so next we see Dylan walk into Emma's dad's taxidermy shop. Her dad says Emma is upstairs. Dylan says he came to see him. He wanted to give him this, and he pulls out all the money Caleb took from Chick. He says it's fifty grand and asks if that's enough to bump Emma up on the transplant list. Emma's dad says he doesn't know what to say. It's more than enough, and he will give Dylan back the rest and then pay him back every cent. Dylan says he doesn't care about that. He asks that he doesn't tell Emma where the money came from. Emma's dad says if that is what he wants. Dylan says he wants to go upstairs to see Emma if that's okay. Emma's dad thanks him, and Dylan goes upstairs. Cuts to Emma sleeping on her bed. Dylan comes in, and she wakes up. Dylan says he just wanted to say hi, and sorry he woke her. She says she is thrilled to not be resting. He doesn't say anything and looks around. She asks if everything is okay, and he tells her Caleb had to leave the farm. He had some business to take care of. Dylan says it's not a big deal. He just got used to him being there. Emma says, of course he did. He's your father. Emma tells him Norman told her last summer and to not be mad at him. He was just worried about him. Dylan says, I'm sorry that you know that. He says it took him a long time to wrap his head around it, and he can't imagine what she thinks. Emma says, no, we come into this world the way we come in, and it's not our choice, but at least we are here. He thanks her and says he has to go, and leaves. Cute little scene between the two. Yeah, it was cute. And now he knows that she knows. Yep. So... We already kind of talked that through.
0: We did. Um. So, Dylan's Dylan's dad is a lot less threatening when he when he isn't threatening. <laughs> Emma's dad? Yeah. yeah. What did I say, Dylan?
1: I was like, let's not talk about Dylan's dad. I hate him. <laughs> 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 I know. Yeah, he he seemed really nice and really grateful.
0: Yeah, now I don't know him as a bad guy like a lot of people do, so I wonder what they thought of this scene, because I just thought... I He played it awesome. He was like short of right. breath it like took his breath away
1: oh sure i mean this kid comes in and says here here's fifty thousand dollars all your dreams can come true now <laughs> your daughter might live <laughs> you know <laughs> that's, that's huge and i'm sure there is probably is evan's dad's probably going to wonder where this came from nope don't care <laughs> <You know? Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> the little shush happened in his brain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do like that he didn't ask Dylan. I like that he just accepted the money.
0: You I do too. I like that he shushed his I brain. Too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe now that now that Emma's dad has this money maybe maybe Emma's going to live. That would be a really odd but kind of cool turnaround because we've been so set on her dying. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to have a happy ending.
1: No, but I think she's going to live longer than any of us expected her to, maybe. Maybe now she has a chance of that. You know? I don't know. Or (laughs) Chick. Or Norman. Or Norman. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do.
1: I'm excited to see because now, now he's got the money. Now she could have a lung transplant. It'd just be interesting to see. Like she gets to transplant, she's all cured, and Norman kills her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <man.
1: laughs> She just dies in like a dumb freak accident.
0: <laughs> car accident on the,
1: the way home. <laughs> We're awful. Yep, we are yep. indeed. Alright, you wanna move on?
0: Yeah. Okay. Next we see Norman and Bradley sitting on her car. He asks what she is going to do now. She says she has no idea, she doesn't want to be alone anymore. Norman says he better get back to his mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like, one of my favorite Norman moments ever.
3: <laughs>
0: Bradley asks why she doesn't want him to leave the house. Norman says she thinks something is wrong with him. Bradley asks if there is something wrong and Norman says yes. <laughs> I just
1: I love this scene so much. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't want to be alone. Well, I better go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it made really laugh so hard. <laughs> uh,
1: is there something wrong with you? Yep. <laughs> and he just walks off. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite Norman moments. <laughs>
0: okay. Next we see Norma going through a desk at Romero's house. Romero pulls up and he can tell someone is in his house. He sneaks in with his gun aimed and sees Norma and says, "You've got to be kidding me." Norman, Norma tells her Okay, Norma tells him her son isn't going to prison because some rich pervert killed two women and is dragging her into this. <laughs> it's, it's a way yeah. to look at it. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally a way to look at it. <laughs> it's like
1: Hey, <laughs> remember those two girls that got killed
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why Norman would be going to prison <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> oh, norma eyes norma goggles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She says, put your damn gun down like you're gonna shoot me. That'll be the day. <laughs> Romero says, I hate you. She says, I hate you too so much. They're just like little
1: kids. Oh. They love each other so much. <laughs> <I
3: know>. <laughs> <laughs> now pull my pickles
0: Oh, She keeps going through his stuff and asks him where it is. He says he turned it over to the DEA. He says all those people are criminals and they can go to prison. They can go to hell because he's sick of it. He is sick of accommodating all of them and making all that shit work. He is done with them and done with the town. Norma says, how can you do this to me? She says Bob Paris will investigate her husband's death. She's screwed. She goes to leave and he grabs her and puts her against the wall and asks why she lied to him. She says she didn't. He says they both know... She did, so tell him the truth. He says for once in her life, tell him the truth. She tells him that she killed him. She was He was abusive, and she hit him with a blender and didn't mean to kill him. But she did, and she dragged his body into the garage and made it look like an accident. He says to shut up and stop lying to him. Norma starts crying and says, you know the truth, don't make me say it. And then she starts slapping him and hitting him and tells him she hates him. He gets her back against the wall, and she's still trying. He starts kissing on her cheek. And she tells him not to touch her, and she leaves. <clears throat> what was your reaction to this? I mean, how did you watch <laughs> the scene first?
1: Um, kind of in shock was my first reaction. Um, I kind of had, was it Becca was kind of creeped out about Romero still, like, trying to kiss her and stuff. I, I don't know. That kind of mm-hmm. bothered me. So, I don't know. What's your analysis? I'm interested.
0: I've I'm I'm, got pages. I seriously watched that both... <laughs> I noticed when the scene was over that I was like <laughs> sitting there still with both hands slapped over my mouth and my eyes were just giant. I just... And I just... I was stuck that way. That just bowled me over man yeah yeah it shocked the crap out of me (laughs) um
3: it was shocking
0: i was shocked the whole time oh my gosh i could not believe it there was a little interview and i'll link this article um tv talked to Vera Farmiga and Nestor Carbonell about this scene, and it was just a Q and A, and they oh. talked about it, and it's awesome. And she's really hitting him. They made the choice,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it shows. She took a picture on her phone, and it shows the picture, and it's bruised. Her knuckles are bruised. Oh wow! The inside, she's it shows palm up, and her knuckles are bruised on oh, the inside. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. And they were pretty. They were pretty cute on Twitter (laughs) in the article he talks about he was like asking for it (laughs) really trying to get him get her going and and you know wanted her to really hit him and (laughs) kept saying that it's like kittens (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that is such a dad thing to do
2: <laughs> yeah
1: i've ever taken like a rubber band and like snapping it on dad's arm and he'd be like oh was that a butterfly that landed
0: on me
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's just a little bit um so she goes this guy especially when the camera wasn't on and was literally egging me on i was land i was landing those punches punches and nestor says <laughs> If you want to call them punches, I don't know what that was. You were batting me like a little cat. <laughs> 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 and she said I could have thrown bona fide uppercuts. I'm actually, she says I actually am a boxer. I didn't know that. Oh, was wow. cool. And I was so tempted to, but Norma is not an experienced fighter. By the way, Nestor has the most amazing skin in the world. <laughs> <laughs> There was no Rosacea. That's because he's like in ancient Egyptian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's a pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he exfoliates a lot. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, they go on more. <laughs> After that, the guy asked, Did it hurt when Vera slapped you? And he says no, and she rolls her eyes and says... I totally don't buy that. It had to hurt. You're just playing tough. And Nestor says it didn't hurt. It was cute. <laughs> And that's when she pulls out her phone and shows the hand. And Nestor says I used to box back in the day. He's just playing plain tough guy.
1: Yeah, I'll have to read that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is maybe a this is a first, maybe a first and only. <laughs> How Emily Sees It (laughs) (laughs) Okay Or An Anatomy of a Scene This would work better if Hitchcock had directed Jimmy Stewart's Anatomy of a Murder (laughs) But he didn't (laughs) So we'll go with How Emily Sees It Okay So it starts with Romero Noticing his house is is broken in two Um, There's a very Brazenly broken window (laughs) In the front Um, No one's hiding anything Lights are on (laughs) Um, So he draws his gun As you do And he looks Very surprised it's Norma Do you agree? Like he was 100% expecting it to be Boss guys Like uh, He was so surprised It was her that was like the last thing he was expecting so he sees her and he says you've gotta be kidding me I love how his shoulders just kind of (laughs) (laughs)
3: gotta
2: be kidding me
0: and she lets loose her reasons Um, finding that chip and giving it to Bob seemed like her only shot at making Bob go away and taking back deal that they made and you know i i kind of mentioned it before i think how she's looking at what's happening is totally mm
2: irrational
0: it's like it's like she totally ignores the fact that her son actually kills people that he has some sort of (laughs) some sort of fault in all of this she's she's totally looking at it as no fault right you know And so that's, she's just, she is in, in a place. Crazy. (laughs) Right now, yeah. And Romero says, I hate you. My son isn't going to prison because some rich, perverted asshole killed two women. He doesn't deserve
3: to be dragged into this. And put your damn gun down, like you're going to shoot me? That'll be the day. I hate you. Well, I hate you too, so what?
0: And he's looking at her and shaking his head. It's... It's kind of like the way a child or a teenager says it to their Mm -hmm. parents. I think it's from the same sort of place. And here I go again. We've kind of brought up children again (laughs) with the way it is. Um, So I think it's from the same kind of place. He is so pissed that he loves her right right now. And he's angry at her for lying. And he's angry at her that he loves her. And he watches her go back to searching with the same look. And it, it's it is nothing but hurt. Oh man. You go back and watch it like it's just pain while well, he watches her go through the stuff again after they exchange the I hate yous. Mm-hmm. Um then he tells her he's sick of it all, everything.
2: piece of computer gear that's ruining my life. I turned it over to the DEA.
3: You did what?
1: Yeah. You know, all those people involved, they're all criminals and they're gonna go to prison and they can go to hell for all I care because I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, of trying to accommodate them and accommodate everybody and I'm, I'm sick of, of trying to make all of this shit work.
3: I'm done. I'm done with them and I'm, I'm done with this town. I'm done with everything. How could you do that to me?
0: So I think having her lie to him last night caused, like, this deflation of his whole disposition. It totally defeated Mm -hmm. him. He no longer has the will to be the sheriff of White Pine Bay and all that entails, which is a lot. I mean, it's been stressful pretty much since she moved in. Probably a little before that. But ever since she moved in It seems like most of this Most of these problems have been happening Um But he's he, He's he been able to keep it together But now He's lost all the fight And it's just angry And I think it's her fault And when you think about it He found out about his dad and mom Just a day or two ago
1: Right, plus he's got this DEA agent Nosing around
0: Yes And the DEA agent just now. And we saw how much the mom thing wrecked him. It totally wrecked him. And I think it just is all too much. And he's cracking. And then Norma tells him how it will affect her. And my opinion... Is that he thought it would be bad for her. Especially and i'm talking about calling the dea about the chip so this is this is where she says that it was um you know how could you do this to me and these are the reasons and i don't think he thought it through about her and i'm not sure and i'm not sure that she's that rational about it in the first place but the fact is she just he hurt her right now like how could you do that to me um. Mhm. And, you know, he's he is he's a smart dude. He's this whole series he's been a step ahead of the game. Right. With her, with everybody. Right. You know, he's been the guy that's like, I got this. You know. This
1: is gonna be the story. Um, you know, and it's all worked out.
2: Right. So
0: far. Right, and it's you know maybe it's cause he's cracking or maybe he was just that angry at her. Now does he does he call the D E A agent
1: after she had lied to him on the porch or was that before? In last episode. Hmm.
0: That's a good question. I, f- you know, I feel like him walking away from her on the porch was the last we see her that episode. We see him that-, that episode. Okay. I think it is although I've been kind of looking at this as the other way around. I don't know. But I got to say I have never heard Nestor Carbonell's voice sound like that. He brought something I've never seen him bring before in that in that, you know, diatribe he did, the I'm sick of it. Did you notice his voice sounded totally different? It there was an emotion there. he he usually plays a Deadpan character that hides everything.
1: Right. You know, right, stoic. right.
0: in Lost, he, you know, there's no real emotion. In right. Richard. He's just a mystery man. He
1: goes to the, he calls the DEA after.
0: Yeah. After Norma. Oh, good, because that's okay. how I was looking. Gonna... So everything I said still stands. <laughs> <laughs> so while she's, she's talking and. Kind of blaming. Asking why you did that. He just is watching her looking hurt. Because she's hurt. I think he's sinking in a little guilt.
2: hmm
0: And then she starts walking away and his anger flares up again. That she lied. And dismisses him. Okay, so I think that when she starts walking away, his anger flares up again. The hurt turns to anger again. And... It and that she lied. I think that lying to him last night really got to him, and she dismissed him just now. And she's been dismissing him all day. Right? right. And she goes to walk out, and he roughly shoves her against the wall and confronts her again about lying to him.
3: Bob Harris will investigate my husband's death just to get me back. I'm screwed. I'm I'm not like t- I'm totally screwed. How could you do that to me? <sighs> Did you lie to me? I didn't okay, lie to you. Come me. on,
1: you know your husband. The didn't, did he didn't. He didn't in an accident. You know it and I know it. So tell me the truth, okay? For once in your life, just tell me the truth, Norma.
3: I did. I killed him. But come on, just I, the truth. He was abusive and I killed oh, him. damn it, the truth. He was hitting me and I hit him in the head with a blunder. And I, I didn't mean to kill him, but I did. And I dragged his body into the garage and I made it look like an accident. Stop lying to
2: me.
0: This time it's all hurt and confrontation. So it's all hurt, and the how can you do this to me, it's she isn't the only one asking that question. I think when he is confronting her about lying, and she keeps talking about it, I think he's kind of spitting that question back at her, and she continues to lie, and then she puts herself in Norman's place, but kind of of unconvincingly. Right. Like, she knows it's unconvincing, and she knows he knows it's a story, and he continues to ask her to stop, and is desperate to get her to open up to him and trust him. It's like he's trying to just... What's he always said? Trust me. He's been saying that since season one. Right. And she just doesn't, and she can't. It's like she's she can't lose... She cannot take the control of trusting somebody into someone else's hands. She can't. And right. she wasn't brought up that way, and... He's so,
1: probably yeah, I mean that's just ingrained in her not to trust anybody.
0: Right, and that's just killing him. He's just it's he's just so desperately trying to get her to just open up to him and trust him. And that last stop line to me is just oh. That last stop line to me he says is just a total dagger in my soul. <laughs> it was so sad and it seemed to have penetrated Norma's as well and she breaks down crying and tells him he knows and not to make her say it and then they stare at each other for a few seconds and I think her like trapped cat instinct flares up Mm -hmm. she's lost all control and she's a control freak we all know that right? And that nature in her flares up, and she lashes out and you know, and she loves him, and she she loves him we can- I think we can all agree with that and And I think she does trust him, I think she knows he's the only one she trusts, and he betrayed her, especially in her eyes, right. He's been saying, "Trust me, trust me," and she turned that chip in behind her back, which is bad for her. You know, and Bob Paris, which I'm not convinced Romero thinks it is or thought it through in those eyes. And that, that's my theory. Now, you know, this is as Emily sees it, everybody. You may disagree with me. I just wanted you all to know that I sat there in front of this scene going back and back and back again. And this is how I'm seeing it. You can disagree with me, or you can agree, but this is how I see it. And so I think that she did put a kernel, of as much as Norma could possibly do to any human being besides, like, Norman, or maybe Dylan, is Romero. And she feels like he betrayed her. Mm-hmm. And did he? Did he totally F up? He may have. He might have. I You know? He's Batman Romero, and that is hard for me to accept that he totally did. I want, I want him and what he does to always be like that one step ahead. Right, right. That's the Romero we want to see, and right now, we might possibly be seeing one that just totally effed up. Anyway, I think, I think that's why she lashes out and hits him and totally loses it. kind of now the teenager or five-year-old if it were lashing out at the person you trust and love right and she gets out all the anger and the loss of control of the of the last who knows how long and she takes it out on him because he's the trust person now i i have to go to a lot of classes about um autism and raising an autistic kid because of the school my daughter goes to she's not autistic but she goes to a school with mostly autistic children and they make the parents um every two weeks go to like a class on raising autistic kids and i have to sit there and just do my time (laughs) right (laughs) you know because it's it's a private school and it's free to me because the state pays for it um it's a state-funded private school that my daughter got into, and so that's one of the things I agreed to, is to go to these classes. And so I sit here and learn a lot about raising an autistic child. And that's one of the things, is that they, they're they good at school, and they come home, and they just lose it on their parents, because that's their safe place, and they can finally do that. And it's it's a hard thing for a parent, because they feel like you i know you know how to behave you know right (laughs) it really this really reminded me of that it's like he's he's her safe place and so she can she's got all this pent-up feelings and you know her her life is just train wrecking right now like it never has before right and he's there and he's her trust person and so she loses it um why does she yell, "I hate you? She doesn't hate him, and you know why does she yell it over and over is it Is it that right now he represents White Pine Bay and all the crap that's happened to her since they moved there? I'm not sure what it yeah, is, but whatever it is, I think he totally gets it, and he lets her let it out, and he takes it
1: right, right. I mean, I think i don't she's not saying that she hates him. I think she hates this whole situation.
0: Yeah, but she is and, yelling, "I hate you," and hitting him and slapping him.
1: <laughs> right, right. But I think that's just how Norma gets things out. I just
0: think that's right, uh, and he know, knows that he's yeah. he's kind of seen it. It's never been like, you know, like the door to his to his house that one time
3: a few times ago. Right. <laughs> 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 Fumbling with the lock. <laughs> right. <laughs> the door gets at that time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but funny enough, this this was the freaks and geeks scene. This was very reminiscent of a scene of Freaks and Geeks in Kim Kelly as my friend. Busy Phillips, they're in the Weir's kitchen and she's pissed at James Franco. And oh, she yeah. lets him have it. And That's he right. totally takes it. Yep. And he takes it from her until she feels better like he knows she needs to do this yeah you know and then they make out in the Weir's kitchen counter right right doesn't happen here
3: hate you i didn't do nothing oh you didn't do anything i'm sorry that must have been somebody
1: else will you just calm down and not be a bitch for one second
3: what did you call me what did you call me
1: huh i said calm down okay Uh,
3: I saw her sucking on your finger, Daniel. What else has she sucked on, huh? high right now? No, I am not high. Just don't, you know? Just just don't lie to me. I'm not lying. Don't lie to me! I'm
2: not lying. Just
3: don't, you know? Just just stop lying to me. I know that you slept with I'm her. I'm
1: not lying, okay? I'm not lying. Oh, just, I
2: didn't do nothing.
0: You. <sighs> okay. it kinda had the same feel I mean when you watch that Freaks and Geeks scene you know that he understands her and maybe her upbringing and how it works in her house and he knows she needs to yell I hate you and slap him and he needs to take it from her to show her that he can take it and he's not gonna hit her back yep. and it's like a showing love in some weird, twisted way that is not a part of my life, but it's it's a part of <laughs> no <laughs> some people's life, you know. And some people are that. like
1: that. We we happen to be pretty laid back people, but some people are like that. They,
0: right.
1: you know, they and have to do
0: a something. Lot of it,
2: physical. A lot of it
0: is upbringing and maybe how you were raised, how your parents raised you. How oh, it was sure. how it was like in your household sure, anyway um now, Norma's defeated too Norma's, now been, de-
1: Norma's been defeated a few times this episode.
0: yes, and well, after she's this, not
1: used to that, no, you know. and that's
0: the worst thing for her she's she's all about control and having the control.
1: Right, I mean, she's had quite the day I mean, there's the Bob Paris confrontation There's Norman in the basement Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, him saying, look what you've done I'm the one that looks bad, look at you, you know Right There's Romero at the police station, you know She's not used to this She's used to the one being, saying the things like that, you know Mm -hmm. And on top of it there's a chance her son might go to prison
0: and she she could get in trouble right for everything she could get the insurance money taken away that she you know spent into a hotel she can't
1: oh it's total insurance fraud Mm -hmm. she dragged the body I mean that part was true that she told her (laughs) dragging the body (laughs) into the garage and making it look like an accident that's total insurance fraud
0: and if, if this comes out that's gonna come out too
1: right so there's a lot on the line
0: right so after she slaps him as much as she needed to it drained the anger out of both of them now it there's also strong threads here of did you get a vibe of like a husband to a mentally ill wife or one with dementia you know and in confusion or whatever, the spouse beats them and they handle it because they love them and they know it's not really them. It's like their sickness. Have you seen a movie or something like that where that happens? Um, maybe. Anyway, I thought there were threads there of that too. Just something to think about. So him kissing her? No, I'm not there yet. Oh. It's during the slapping still. You know, like a husband to a mentally ill wife that lashes out in confusion
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they beat the spouse and the spouse handles it because, because they love them and, and they know it's not really them. It's
1: just right. They're sick. It's the sickness.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they, they handle it with love. Anyway, <clears throat>
1: I think I've seen it. I think I saw it where the spouse had Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of the movie, but I, I know I you're either. about.
0: Yeah. So the slap fest drained the anger out of him and he gets her back against the same wall. Now, the the emotion level is so high, and the anger is gone, and they're left with just raw emotion, both of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Romero's raw emotion manifests in wanting to take comfort in her, and to comfort her. I think, essentially, Romero is Mama Barry Norma. <laughs> 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 he He also happens to really, really want to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the moments after the slapping when he puts her back against the wall is, I don't, I don't know, that raw emotion that's left after everything's gone is, it just, it manifested in him. He, right. he needed to take comfort in her and he really needed to comfort her. And he knows there's too much pain there in Norma to take her at face value and he knows she's damaged and he loves her so much he's in he's in deeper than I think even he realized he starts touching her face, and her arms go up to his head, and then and then they kind of fall down. And upon lots of cross scrutiny, I can only come to the conclusion that for the next few seconds he is 100% trying to kiss her. Mm-hmm. And she's she's just kind of sobbing, and so he gives up. And I think in a way he needs to have some assurance from her, but he doesn't get it. And at that point, he puts—he just puts his face against her face, just for that intimacy that he needs. And then they breathe for a minute and just be intimate. Vera tweeted something beautiful about it. She says, Masterclass with Romero, Advanced Breath Mastery, Tantra and Breath. The same moment he takes her breath away, he breathes life into her. Uh-huh. So they just have this moment of intimacy, I think, and...
1: They
0: do. And then then the don't touch me start. There's two brands of Don't Touch Me.
3: I don't, touch me. I don't touch me. Don't you touch me. Don't touch me.
0: The first one is like I haven't decided yet I put a few down I wanted to see what you thought Don't touch me I don't deserve your love I just slapped the hell out of you (laughs) There's Don't touch me Too many times I've mixed my emotions up And done something stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's Don't touch me I don't want to be like this for us I don't want it to be like this for us You're the first decent guy Who let me do this to them I mean from what we know about Norma And her men And we know We know a pretty full story He's a rare bird. Right, um, right. He didn't hit back. Who else, you know, do we know that she's been with maybe the therapist? Shelby. I think we have a pretty we have a pretty wide view of frankly her sex life. There's Caleb and then there was Dylan's dad, who's probably the biggest question mark for us.
1: Sure. There's and then
0: there's Norman's dad, who was who, very abusive.
1: Who is abusive.
0: There is Shelby. Shelby who would not Had have, a... you know, this would have been who seemed like a
1: nice guy but had a six ring going on yeah
0: he was not nice and once it went down he was abusive to her and awful right so he yeah i just feel like the first don't touch me's before they switch were um a lot to do with i don't deserve i don't know i'm torn between i don't deserve it oh and don't do this now
1: I I'm going with the don't do this now. Like she doesn't she doesn't want that to be their first night together like that because there's in the end it would still be a bad memory.
0: It will, and you know she probably does many things a day she regrets. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm 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 certain she already is regretting. I mean, she's got to be so embarrassed by losing it on him and slapping him, and she loves him, and she knows that, and yeah. he loves her, and he's decent, and she's just not the right time.
1: I think it's not the right time. Her head's not in the right place for one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got so much to worry about right now. It's just not the right time.
0: No, and, and then the don't touch me changes as she comes to her senses, and she gets back on task, and then she says, don't you touch me. And it's you know you're the enemy because it's me against the world. Yeah. You took the flash drive. I have a son to protect. I'm out. And she turns off her feelings and walks out, leaving Romero to just put his head against the now empty wall. And he's left. Um. Basically, I think he's going over to Bob's house tonight and just executing him.
1: I, I it wouldn't surprise me. For Norma, he'll do it for Norma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because he didn't get exactly the truth out of her in this scene, but he got more than he's ever gotten out of her about it. You know, when she says, you know what happened, don't make me tell you. That's telling him right there.
0: Which was almost maybe And she told more to- satisfying for him? Maybe. <laughs> in a I way? Mean,
1: she told him the story, putting her in Norman's place, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, so she did tell him what happened, mm-hmm. which I mean, she just would have done it the first time on the porch. But yep. you know,
2: <laughs> I I think be a lot you're right. This yeah.
1: No, I like it. I think I think he now got the truth out of her. He knows he did,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and saw how difficult it was for her to tell him. And he loves her. You know, it's hard to see someone you love that emotional about some. You know,
0: right. And I think he gets her
1: I think he does He's got to get her by now Yeah They've had a lot of adventures (laughs) 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 He knows her, you know Yeah And I think you're right I think he's going to go Straight over to Bob Paris So that the stuff about Norman Killing his father Will never come out Because if he extinguishes Bob How does it come out then, you know Right is Bob's the only one that has any kind of interest in bringing it bringing it out? So.
0: All right. So, that analysis was my love story for the Nomero shippers out there.
2: <laughs> I like <laughs> that it. Was no. For you
0: guys. And I know. The Nomero shippers are just dying, and they can't believe they didn't get a kiss. And. <laughs> you guys are devastated and you're scared that you won't get one and that's going to drag on to next season. And I
1: think we'll get one.
0: Like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't care after this. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the, uh, I like the slow burn. I, yeah, I'll watch, you know, Pride and Prejudice. I like it. takes that.
1: them years to get together. <laughs> it
0: does. And it's so, and almost
1: when they get together, he moves or she moves uh-huh. you know? or else
0: something someone's pride or someone's prejudice gets in the way <laughs> and it's so good and i love it i love that i will take those kinds of stories to just like you know i don't i don't care for the blatant sex stories right that's just not no interesting to me and so i love this and i don't need them to drag it out forever but i am satisfied i I am too and oh. you know I think
1: <laughs> I think if they did have their first big kiss in this scene I don't know if we'd all would have been happy with it cuz it was such a intense scene I don't know I I don't like it when writers have two people fight and then they kiss and you know I
0: have we have not a fan of that have we had it on this podcast because we've talked about this I think so pretty sure I've talked about it with you it's like does that happen in real life like intense anger turned to making out I think it was I can't ever imagine oh was it Buffy? that's probably it I just can't ever imagine a scenario in my life where that is ever even close no no (laughs) it's such a movie trope
1: it's such a trope I, I think it was Xander and Cordelia when we had the yes. conversation.
0: Yes. So you know, this was so good to me because I liked. I mean, I want their first kiss
1: to be when they're both happy about something.
0: Yeah, which could easily be next time. I think. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. But <laughs> I have my suspicions, and I've said them. And I think. Oh, it's gonna be so good! Just wait, wait a little longer, guys, because it's gonna yep. be so good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna mess us up. I have this feeling in my gut.
1: I don't think so. I love I what don't...
0: they're doing. I, I love that scene, and I loved that he tried to kiss her because I feel like I thought I thought we saw I we saw Stephen Romero we've never seen, and it it was fantastic.
1: We saw a lot of vulnerabilities. We did that you just don't see in him often at all if ever you know yeah
0: and it never would have happened without this scene and i loved it so much and when i anau- when i analyzed that you know it took me like an hour i got so far into that scene i was just crying i just i was very emotional about it it was it was quite the journey into that scene
1: <laughs> you love them so much I do, I do. It's so bad.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it so interesting. This is the best. Lo- this is the best love story I've seen in a long time.
1: It's a good one. I like it.
0: But yeah, so I loved it. I loved what they did. I loved what they did to him. She, you know, we've seen it. Him, we haven't seen that level of intensity and acting from Nestor Carbonell. I sent him a tweet letting him know he's gotten a lot of tweets about what are you doing to us? Blah, 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 you know? And I Mm -hmm. just, that was awesome. (laughs) You nailed (laughs) it, you know? It was amazing. I think once, once we get, we get it all and we can look back on it, I think everyone's going to see how pivotal that scene will be in making this so much better than we could have imagined it to be. Right. Anyway, I'm trusting the rioters, and I think it's going to be great.
1: I am, too. I am, too. And, yeah, Bob's Bob's not going to last much longer, because...
0: Well, what, you know, what else is he going to do right now? Although, the DEA stuff. Now, my only thing is that she's like, you know, we've got a conference. we got a lot to do in the next 24 hours. That's going to be arresting Bob, you know, <laughs> implicating him, right? Right. I mean, and several other people. And Ooh. several others, yeah. This isn't his town right now. The DEA's all over it. So that's my only, like, how's he going to do this? How is he going to get away with it?
1: He'll figure out a way. He's got the
0: pit. He's Batman. He's got the pit. You know. That's right. Put him in the they, pit, and, uh... Don't,
1: where'd he go? He must have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he got word the DEA was in town, and he, he left. You dug your own pit. You dug your own pit, Bob. (laughs) It's
3: isn't it the pits (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. I he'll get away with it. He's Batman.
0: Batman Romero. <laughs> He's
1: Maybe he'll just kill the DEA agent.
0: <laughs> Throw her in the pit.
3: <laughs>
1: There's a big old pit, 23 feet deep. A lot of bodies coming. <laughs> <to them. laughs> Three other people in
3: that conference room in the pit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: All right. Well, good
1: analysis. That's that's Thank awesome you. that you spent so much time on that scene. And I think you're going to make a lot of people feel better, really, by doing that. I hope so. I think so. So. All right. Should we move on? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So next we see Norma pull up to the motel. She runs to the pit and grabs a shovel and starts shoveling dirt back into it. (laughs) She screams, screams. Go to hell, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm going to fight your asses until I'm dead. <laughs> then she throws the shovel into the pit and falls to her knees, and Caleb pulls out, pulls up. He asks if she is all right. <laughs> she tells him not to ask, and she won't either. <laughs> he puts down a guitar and says he wanted to leave it for Dylan. He's leaving. Norma says shouldn't he say goodbye to him? Caleb says before he goes, he needs to tell her something about Norman. He tells her about last time he was in town and Norman came to his room. He tells her how Norman thought he was her. Norman says there's nothing wrong with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, like, mumbles it like it's just. It's just like. Out.
1: Yeah, like, she doesn't even have to think about it. Like, anytime anyone says anything about Norman, there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. You know. It was really but. sad. I know. She's
0: just so done with this day. <laughs> it's time to make that turkey
1: pop by.
3: Or by.
1: Caleb says, You can see the world however you want, Norma. I know you don't like looking at the truth, but the truth is Norman is going to hurt someone. I just hope it isn't you. Goodbye, Norma, Louise. And Caleb drives off.
0: So I tweeted to Carrie, Carrie Aaron, you know, kind of a thanks for the laugh of Norma. Norma with that teeny shovel and that giant pit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I needed that. Yes. <laughs> and then some other TV podcasts, you know, mentioned what a great metaphor it is for her life. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that. The shovel is just getting smaller and smaller and the pit is just getting bigger and bigger in this bigger. metaphor of her life. <laughs> it's, that's, that's true. Great, great visual. Yeah. Great visual that way and just great visual of her just like that is so Norma thinking she can
3: just start I'm Just to fill this pit up. <laughs> I'll just fill it I just up. need five minutes. <laughs> it's like Take a backhoe
1: five hours to dig it. Took me five minutes to fill it with a shovel.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, she just that's just how her brain works. It is. It's totally how her brain works and
1: And Caleb nailed it, you don't like looking at the truth. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yep,
0: yeah, you don't like looking at the truth, but the truth is Norman's gonna hurt someone and hope it's not you.
1: Yeah, truth is, that's a huge pit, and that shovel ain't gonna fill it. (laughs) It would take, like, 20 guys all day to do it.
0: So funny. I just love that she just had the need to... I was gonna fill this up! I hate this (laughs) pit! Oh, man.
1: Yeah, maybe it was just another... Get out a little more aggression or something too, you know. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know. I think she's throwing the shovel.
3: I think for a second she she really thought she could do it. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Just like what was
1: one of the psycho movies when Norman is painting the motel with a paintbrush. (laughs)
0: That's right. (laughs) By the time he's done, he's going to need to paint it
3: again. (laughs) Never (laughs) ending project. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I... This could be the last time we see Caleb.
0: I I can accept that, absolutely. I mean, he says goodbye, Norma Louise, that kind of it it had it had a major finality to it to me
1: it did it did
0: show wise like tv trophy wise it was it seemed very final it did they might decide later i don't think they've totally i think they know where they're going but i don't think they plan it totally planned it out but mm-hmm. i think the writers left it to where if they decide not to put him in any more plots he's done
1: he's done But still, he's alive They didn't kill him
0: You know (laughs) Bitter, bitter Sue
1: (laughs) (laughs) He could make a showing In the final season or something You know And they're smart to leave it open Like that, really
0: Well, there's always the possibility They could surprise us Um, And he could just be staying down the road And Chick finds him And that was his goodbye to Norma and he gets killed by Chick. There, in yeah. In the finale.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's leaving town. I felt that when he, he and Dylan had the scene together, and that was before I'd even seen this, you know? Right. Well. I, like,
0: oh, I do, too, but I'm putting that yeah. out there in case it's true. That'll sound really smart. Then you'll sound... <laughs> 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 okay.
3: I called it. <laughs> <laughs> called it. Claimed (laughs) Alright We done with Caleb? Uh huh
0: Next we see Norman walk into the motel room Bradley's staying in He has some of his clothes and says they should fit her She says she is going to leave the next day He asks where she's going And he grabs a plate from her Beside her bedside table There's a sandwich on it
1: (laughs) (laughs) Had to mention the sandwich (laughs)
0: <laughs> What's funny is on Twitter while I was live tweeting, I um, the first thing she's eating a salad, right? And I was like, "Salad, Norman doesn't know the rules." <laughs> <laughs> and Harold tweeted back, "Don't worry, there's a sandwich cameo later on. Spoiler alert:
3: <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich cameo." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was looking for the sandwich in the scene. <laughs> I just left. She says she doesn't know and asks if he wants to go with her. He says he can't. So she's so blamey to him, but she's just throwing herself at him.
1: I know. I know. You're. Hater. Hater.
0: Hater. I, yeah. He says he can't. She asks why. Is it because something is wrong with him? And he says in part, he says in part, plus his mother seems upset. (laughs) Understatement
3: of this. (laughs) She was just out there trying to fill a bed. (laughs) I just picture her in the kitchen
0: making that sandwich. I picture him in the kitchen making that sandwich and hear her yelling
3: (laughs) on the dirt (laughs) pile. I don't know. She seems a little upset.
0: <laughs> she grabs a bottle of pills and he asks what they are. She says they help her sleep and goes into the bathroom and takes them. Take them all. <laughs> Do you think they were more than just, uh I don't know, a, uh, little sleeping pill
1: <laughs> I don't know I don't know when it when it comes to prescription pills I'm an idiot I don't know anything about them <laughs> <laughs> I don't take them but um I don't know she always has seemed to me like someone who's at least on something
0: yeah she kind of has a slurry weird
1: she does I but can't I've smart. never
0: seen her in anything else so I just kind of figure. I out haven't through. either but she so, does. She has this slurry, dream-like quality to her voice. Yeah, <laughs> her.
1: like she's on a muscle relaxant or something.
0: Totally. And she's accused her mother of taking a lot of pills.
1: Right. But when people accuse people of taking pills, I never know if they mean, like, sleeping pills or muscle relaxants or... I figure they... pain killers. They, I
0: always think they mean abusing some sort of mood drug or... Painkiller
1: Yeah I've only taken painkillers before And when I've had to You know
2: uh-huh. I've
1: I've never taken Like a muscle relaxant Or a Like an antidepressant type thing so I, I do not either So I don't know <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what she's taking Ambien <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh, I took Percocet one time Right after I had Scout And I had like a vase of flowers next to my bed and I kept thinking it was like a scary face and I'm like, I'm not taking these anymore. (laughs) Why would you give these pills to a woman who has a newborn? (laughs) I kept like startling and screaming whenever I saw the flowers. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I didn't agree with Percocet very well. (laughs) Um... She comes out of the bathroom and asks... No, she actually says it while they're, she's in the bathroom. You see oh. her asking through the mirror. It's kind of a neat shot. Um, she asks what's wrong with him, and he says it's a neurological disorder. He blacks out and can't drive or anything. She asks if he remembers the night he came to her house and told her that he loved her. She said she didn't feel that way. She says she was an idiot, but she can't. she can't tell him how much she appreciates that now. She puts her arm around his neck and says... Not that I think you still love me, that you ever did. (laughs) Play, play, play. She starts kissing him, and they fall into the bed, and he takes off his shirt and and sweater. And watch, watch. (laughs) I
2: guess.
0: (laughs) He takes off his belt. (laughs) (laughs) And they make out. Suddenly, we hear Norma say, Norman, Norman, please. And we glimpse... And we see glimpses of head Norma. Norman tries to stop Bradley... Tries to stop, Bradley says it's okay. We hear her head Norman say Norma say Norman again. It's so hard. Boy they really make it hard on us. Norman and Norma. I know. <laughs> Norman jumps up and puts on his shirt and sweater and runs out of the hotel. He
3: he does us <laughs> <I know. laughs> That made me laugh every time. <laughs>
0: And then he, like, runs out of there like his pants are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, he jumps up, puts on his shirt and sweater, and runs out of the motel room. Head Norma is standing outside the motel office and says, What are you so shocked about? I saw what you were about to do in there. Norman says, I'm confused. Head Norma says, Norman.
1: Oh, don't screw with me. Don't
0: screw with me, Okay. What are you going to do about that girl in there? I know what you want to do. Norman says, No, it's not like that, mother. She's in trouble. (laughs) You didn't see us making out on the bed. (laughs) My shirt off and belt and watch. (laughs) (laughs) The camera pulls out, and we see Norman standing there talking to no one. Head Norma says, That bitch Bradley Martin has always been a pain in my ass. I thought she was dead. Norman says no she faked her suicide he said he talks to her so funny he's kinda like a little boy trying to say he didn't really steal that candy bar from the store
1: right right <laughs> it's very
0: <laughs> strange and awesome um, he says no she faked her suicide she had to get away from some very bad people head Norma says Norman listen to me we have a lot of trouble on our plate and we don't need any more Norman says yes yes mother you're right I'm so sorry. I just felt bad for her. Head Norma says, I know your heart is too big. Head Norma walks up to him and says, Let's go to the house. Norman says, Of course, Mother. We watch Norman from behind walking up to the house alone with his little arm crooked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: Yep. That was a great one.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. The. There was too much Bradley and Norman.
1: Too much Bradley and Norman. I, yeah.
0: But I only think that that's because it's gonna, we're gonna get a big scene with them.
1: (laughs) I think so. I think it's gonna be fantastic.
0: Uh huh. But I didn't want to watch any of it. Well, maybe the sandwich part. That was funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And when he asked, what she's going to do when they're on top of her car And she's like, I don't know, I just don't want to be alone
3: Alright, well, I gotta go <laughs> You did get that, <laughs> that <was> so awesome
1: <laughs> It was one of those occasions Like, don't ask the question if you're not interested In the answer
3: <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So so yeah, a great episode. Yeah, I thought it was fan. I thought it was just a fantastic penultimate. Yes. I know there's a lot of empty or a lot of open plots, but I I don't know. I I think... I, I think a lot
1: of them are going to be I think the Bradley's going to get wrapped up. I think Bob
0: yeah, I think they're gonna weave them together, and I think they. Yeah. Could, I think they could. Just take care of it all.
1: I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm really expecting. This next, you know, the last episode. It's gonna be one of those episodes where not a second is wasted. You
2: mm-hmm.
1: know. Mhm. So I'm excited. Mhm. So what? What do you give this one? Out of 10. Um,
2: I'm
0: going to give it a 9.5. Um, kitten slaps.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm going to give it a 9. Everything was great, just too much Bradley. It seems like there was a couple Bradley scenes that could have either been cut down or just done a, done away
0: with. Yeah, I normally would take more off For the Bradley, but we got like We got yeah. Norma Calling Romero a third grade girl
3: <laughs> That's true <laughs> Like,
0: more than made up for A couple of the scenes.
3: <laughs>
0: and then I hate you too, so what? Made I up for too, a little so more
1: <laughs> I need to make a t-shirt out of that I hate you too, so what? <laughs> No, I'm going to stick with my 9 out of 10 uh, sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bring the sandwiches in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, my what the BIP is Caleb taking the $50,000 from Chick and then just leaving Dylan to deal with it. What a coward.
0: Yeah. I what the bipped that plot last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to what the bit Bradley and her stupid scene at her house.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hated everything about it. I hated everything she said.
2: I did, too. And she especially... just gets
0: a big, what the bit? <laughs> <laughs>
3: she Grow knows up. I hate
0: that picture it's so uh, it, it It made me so mad because... She's like, "Wish like I never even lived here, then Norman like helpfully points out there's a picture, oh, she knew I hated that, yeah, that just made me mad as a mom i you look at pictures of your kids through mom eyes <laughs> i I don't think there was any malicious. I don't know her mom very well. They haven't fleshed her out right, but if I were to guess that was not malicious.
1: um, there's no way her mom is putting a framed picture of her daughter
0: that her daughter <laughs> her hated. dead daughter that she hated to be malicious. You look at <laughs> pictures of your kids through these mom goggles and you, you never, all kids hate all the pictures. Right. <laughs> Especially teenage girls that age and stuff.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: It just, yeah. She just, Bradley in her house. What the Bip.
1: Oh, and I'm going to have a backup What the Bip. Why did it take you a month to get up <laughs> her
3: <laughs> what the bip?
0: How can you do what you did and get the help you got from them and totally put it on their shoulders? What the bip? Yep.
1: Yeah. I know. Oh, that just made me so
0: mad. It really made me mad, too. Really mad. <laughs> Ugh.
1: I mean, oh, that just makes me so mad. I hope Dylan's in on the murder. I hope they both just (laughs) murder (laughs) her. So. Anyway, well, good stuff. Good stuff. Yep.
2: Last
0: last episode.
1: I know. I can't believe it. We got to write our trivia questions. Oh, Bip. There's a, a bit, Evans. We haven't done
3: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll work on it tomorrow.
0: Well, we'll have the trivia ready for next time. We gotten some uh, reviews. We need more reviews. We need we need some uh, reviews to keep counteracting our bad review we got.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like most podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah,
1: give us a review. Uh, send us feedback to yesmotherpodcast at gmail dot com. Join the Facebook. I noticed someone new joined today.
0: Yeah, she she sent us a tweet and said that she just discovered our podcast and thanked us for uh, getting her through a night shift. <laughs> oh, nice. I nice. was like, we talk a lot. I bet we can get you through a couple night shifts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the latest Bates one that dropped got me halfway to Vegas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so.
0: no we have never once gotten a complaint that it's too long
2: Mm-mm.
0: not from an email not from a hateful review that's they're never said that
1: well it's a podcast if you listen to it for an hour go do something come back to it you know right. i mean it's not like it's live radio that you're gonna miss something right so anyway that's the yeah complaint.
0: Not the we we don't we don't get complaints except for those two reviews. Yep. Anyway. So.
1: Yeah. Well, all right then. All right. We didn't do any what we've been watching. We meant to.
0: I'm okay, skipping it.
1: I am too. Again, it's just like two episodes of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: everyone, everyone knows now. <laughs> I watch. Like one or two more episodes of The Fall I think one and a half
3: Oh, it's really good
0: <laughs> I'm really um, I'm really intrigued By what they're doing with The Babysitter Oh, yeah Really intrigued about that She's an interesting girl Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It gets good I bet Yep Well, that was what we've been (laughs) watching.
2: Done and done.
3: (laughs) I read Big Starry River of the Sky. (laughs) It really upset
0: me. (laughs) Kept me away. Oh, and Rob and I went to um, like a Mozart opera, like a comedy opera. Oh, did you? Como Astute or something. <laughs> it was done by the university. and um, I could have done without it being a comedy. But I don't know. If you're going to do comedy in an operatic setting, you have to be really, really good. Gotcha. It's, well, it wasn't so good. In fact, <laughs> Rob and I snuck out and went and got cupcakes. <laughs> We Uh, saw more than half of it Then we were like Let's go
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you get free tickets or why did you go
0: Oh he's in a music class And had to go to something And he forgot about it And it was, like, the last thing he had to do for his class before he graduated. And he's like, we have to go to something. (laughs) (laughs) And the university was putting on a little Mozart opera, so that counted. Well, there you go. It was fun.
1: It's fun to go out.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. All right.
1: Well, till next time, chill your own ass. All right. <laughs> it's, it's not, not weird. weird. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Make up your mind. Decide to walk with me.
1: Around the late tonight Around the late tonight
0: is wild tonight because Rob's last night and <laughs> kids have just been up extra late we went out to dinner and...
1: oh he leaves tomorrow yeah I'm sorry that we're recording tonight
0: it's okay he was actually going to go play basketball and then he just decided not to just like five minutes ago oh okay sorry oh, It's cool
1: Alright. that Eleanor's?
0: Yeah, she's one of the wild things about tonight. right now. <laughs> Eleanor's got beads. Anywho. Well, I could have sworn I brought my notes in. So I have to go into Eleanor's, the room Eleanor's in. Oh my uh, goodness. Else? <laughs> She's turned all the way around and she's about to pump her head on my nightstand. Good thing I didn't get my note I just <laughs> saved your noggin. <laughs> you stay still.
1: <laughs> when you I didn't realize that you were like walking to your room. <laughs> I just pictured, remember, when I was creeping us all out by thinking of <laughs> Eleanor at night at Amy's house. Like, Yes, I remember that. She secretly could walk.
3: That's so creepy.
1: We wake up, she's just in the middle of Amy's living room. <gasps> <laughs> that was really creepy. <clears throat> nope,
0: the most she'll do is... She her legs until she gets herself in a sitting position. And (laughs) if she gets beanie and funny in her bed, Mm -hmm. she'll do it and just go in circles. (laughs) That's what she was doing. She's the best. Oh. Not only did we have, like, Rob's graduation and then him preparing to go to Samoa for a month. I... Okay, so, Monday night, all I want to do is think about the Bates Motel show I had just seen, right? hmm I see an email <laughs> reminding me that I'm in charge of book club tomorrow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: Scout's, Scouts book club. I'm just one of the moms that, like, signed up to take care of one of the months. <laughs> I haven't even read. The, I haven't even bought the book. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, I bought it on Kindle. <laughs> so I read for like an hour and a half that night, and then I looked at our our library has a copy of um, on um, audio book. Mhm. So I read almost half of it. No, I read exactly. I read it until it said I had read fifty percent, and then that morning, I went to the library, downloaded it onto my iTunes, put it on my iPhone, and listened to it all day, and it it was good, because it was a, I don't know, something about a river in the sky. <laughs> Starry river in the sky. <laughs> it's like a it, it's a, it takes place in China, and it's like this small town with all these, like, Chinese folktales. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, easy! <laughs> you know, and I, like, planned a few activities and I went to the Oriental store and I got um, some rice crackers anyway and I got some Chinese spoons and I just came up with some things to do for the kids to discuss the book and I was like reading it but all I want to do is think about bait (laughs) I was so mad (laughs) but I pulled it together and it was great and everyone had a good time and the kids had fun and I literally finished the audio book when... I still have it in my ears Listening when we pull into the School <laughs> And it seriously Ended right when I pulled into the parking Spot and I take them off and I'm like Scout I just finished The book I was just so amazing At the timing." <laughs> 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 it finishes and we Walk into the book club <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. But oh, was... that's
1: funny. Now, so this is a book club that scouts in, but she doesn't have to read it? Or she had she already... She should have!
2: <laughs> but I
0: totally dropped the ball. <laughs> okay. I am like, sorry, Mom read it, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, she totally should have. Okay. I just totally dropped the ball. We just haven't... Book club has just kind of, like, fallen through the cracks.
1: Gotcha, but this time you were in charge, so you kind of. But had I had
0: I had signed up at the beginning of the year to be in charge of this one, <laughs> and I totally forgot. Totally forgotten. Oh, you know, that's it was, hilarious! It was just one of those things. I pulled that pulled that right out of my mom hat, and did a good job. Thank you. <laughs> 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 but it like took a day that I had so much going on, and it was just like really, <laughs> oh it anyway.
3: <laughs> it was the last thing I needed <laughs> right that's hilarious I don't
0: care about the stupid big
3: starry river in the sky <laughs> <laughs> I just care about Romero and Norma I know I did
0: <laughs> I think that's why I analyze the scene because I'm like alright book club's over I'm going to immerse myself. Oh,
2: anyway. uh, that's funny.